listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> Watch what the kid drops, I'm gonna get the prop if you're not with the beers. Not only are the reasons I really popped at the crib, so hating motherfuckers, you better stop with the jizz. All for the thieves, but I'm boss, it don't matter what the cost when I live, but I cross from the weirds. Kill a city, but have a nigga lost in the mirror, leaving nothing but mother stuck and puts a cough in the gear. What is happening is a merger, different levels of murder. Look, we the cooking and I'm a server further. That's what I'm gonna get doing is remember what eating Gerber. Mama said to kill them all in a herder. Thank you, baby, for what became Lil Wayne. He's getting all the people knowing the strange in the game. I've been really able to hang in the fame, but when he shot it, my name has been a change in my lane. I'm a cluster fucking loving nothing but to get your brain. And I be stuck in lust and quick to bust a nut and take a nigga's day with no shame. Really be busting up, they thinking they thugging tough, but never do knuckle up. You in a gang, you bang, you drug and touching everything, you lame. Sucker, you cannot sustain the rain. Tech Nine is such a cuckoo in this. Falling nigga, strange music, crew through swishes. I know a lot of you probably never knew who this is. If you're listening to Tech Nina, Sue Woo Business. Today I feel electric great. I hope tomorrow neon black. I tell a nigga all those loads of borrowed. It's the faro. Three stacks. I woke up in Carro looking at stars so bright in the sky. I thought they were marbles. No cardos. What you call those? A whole carload of raw hoes in a Jeep Defender. Please remember, don't feed the symbol. Three's a symbol like nobody. He's a symbol of what's safari. Pulled the ponytail to my body. She's the only girl that was smarter enough to call me Mr. Benjamin in the middle of a wild party. Skin with cinnamon, I pounded harder. I come the only girls that I thought of. All the light ones. Well, tonight then we're gonna do it, do it, do it. For so they rush backstage like you gotta go on and you gotta go on right now. You pass your drinks to the bride with the dang like baby girl, hold that down. In the hand, you a mic, that's all you need. Peeking at the curtain now, you see wave of people screaming eager to tell them a story that'll set them free. Let them be a new generation of rebels. And that, my friend, is how you begin the return of forever. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are podcasting. Yes, we are, sir. Live. From the palatial estates of the black guy who tips spare bedroom yes, studio. Yes, sir. Um, and uh, it's a Thursday. It is. A very special Thursday. A lot of people's favorite Thursday of the year. It is? Yeah, Karen. Today is the day of the NCAA tournament start. Woohoo! Folks, I took our work. Yeah, it started about five hours ago. So, uh, all my people that filled out brackets... Don't you miss being smart? Hmm? Ah! Remember, remember about five hours ago when you thought y'all had it all figured out? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, man. They go, you know, UNC Asheville about to do. Mm-mm. No, bro. No. That's why I don't put money in this shit. Me either. I, for, for this, I definitely play for free. Yeah. I'm not paying to feel stupid Tell for, for three weeks of the year. That's stupid. Just just watch the games, dog. I, I fill out my bracket and I don't look at that shit till like Final Four. And then I my, to see if my team's made it, me too. Yeah, and in my mind, I convinced myself I called all the wins, too. <laughs> I'm like, by the, it works, too, because by, like, Sunday, I'm going to be like, did I have did I have Carolina beaten? No, wait. Creighton, I don't, you know what? I'm just going to watch the game. Yeah, because some of them schools, especially they, what, it's 68 teams now? Some of them schools, I flip a quarter. Damn it, I don't yeah. know. I have never seen them, don't know who the hell these schools yeah, are. Yeah, and they keep, and the thing is, man, these fucking... These fucking mid-majors, dog. Who let them in? 
seriously fuck the si- fuck fairness dude whoever decided to let them in and be on tv and start recruiting and getting better man y'all fucked up my tournament good grief i missed the days where i could just pick chalk i'm like oh all the ah. a- all the acc teams versus all the Big East teams let's go they make it simple you know now i'm sitting up here like missouri and wait a minute did does gonzaga have a good team or am i thinking yeah, about and, and, when adam morrison was there yeah, yeah, yeah for me that's all i remember and yeah. then for me you look at the bracket you be like where is middle kentucky tennessee utah i yeah. have never heard of this school before right you're like uh greater illinois chicago uh ah, latin day of latter-day saints i yeah. don't know i have no idea like, who are the fire dragons? I've never even heard ah! that fucking mascot before. What does a fire dragon look like? Yeah, say that again. You know? It's like they got Mass Effect mascots and yeah. shit. <laughs> Today, when Notorious faced the Quarians <laughs> in the Skillion Blitz battle of all time. Like, I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. Me either. I am completely lost. I used to know about the tournament, man. When I was a kid, I don't know shit, man. Just mm-hmm. fucking... 57 ESPN channels and shit. I can't keep up with all that college oh, no. ball. Oh, no. So, yeah, I fill out my bracket. I don't look at it again. I just put it. I didn't even fill one out this year. I was like, you know what? I'm not wasting my time. I changed the password to something I don't even know. So, I can't even get back in until I, ah! I got to go reset my account. Um, But, yeah, if you're listening to this, man, happy March Madness. Yep. And you're listening to the Blackout Tips Podcast, a comedy podcast that we do three times a week from our spare bedroom. It's uh, me. I'm one half of the host of uh, this show. And uh, the other person is my beautiful wife, who is uh, the lovely co-hostess yep, yep. of this show. And um, we're going to be talking about all sorts of ratchetness and uh, random musings and articles and, and all kinds of stuff. We're going to play we a do, game. Going to play a little game called Guess, Guess the, the race. race that is sweeping the nation. I clear. A lot of people really like that game. Yes, everybody's favorite favorite <laughs> game. Um, so, all right, let's go ahead and get started, man. We have no guests today, Mm-mm. although we will have guests coming up in the future. I'm mm-hmm. talking. Uh, Sarah, we'll get. We're going to get Sarah J back. Woo-hoo! You know, I was really I excited to hear wrong. that. Yeah, she's awesome, man. Um, and we're going to get uh, the ladies from Hey, You Know It. So, yes. uh, you know, people I'm looking forward to talking to because um, they're awesome. They're awesome people. Um, all right. First things first. Mm-hmm. To find this podcast, there's a bunch of ways to do it. Let's run them down real quick. Let's of course, this. the easiest of which is you go to theblackouttips.com. While you're there, you can do a bunch of stuff. You can uh, sign up to get automatically notified whenever we post a new uh, item on our page so if there's a you know a show coming on that day you'll get an email bam you know when we're going live all that stuff it's really easy for you um to keep track of uh you can leave comments there you can vote in the polls there um you can actually leave comments on the polls because i know some of you people like to argue with each other and passively aggressively talk ah, shit yes. so you can do that um and we'll read it on our feedback shows that we, we sure do will. saturday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m eastern standard time um you can also go uh to our store you can donate to the show we really love it when you guys donate we do uh really helps out the show helps us pay off you know these mixers and all this shit like that man yes, it does. Uh, these microphones that did not build themselves um, or pay for themselves Mm-mm. um so yeah that that stuff right there helps us man i was looking at something um the other day mm-hmm. i was looking at all our downloads just for the past like 365 days mm-hmm. And uh, it's only downloads, so I don't think it counts necessarily if people just stream it Mm-mm. or if they play it on Stitcher or no. something. I don't think it calculates no. every single time it's played. No. 
But we have in the last year a quarter million downloads. Are you serious? Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's I fucking insane to me. That many people. And that's, and the thing is, man, like there's I don't really get like it's it's bigger than I thought it would be at this point, but it's not as big as I wanted to be one day. Cause you know, there's there's people we look up to that get like a million downloads in a fucking month. Yep. Like I don't even I can't even imagine what that feels like. <laughs> Me either. But um but 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 still I, I was uh I was just thinking like if we got a dollar per download, we could have fucking quit our jobs, done this show daily. <laughs> Both of us. <laughs> yes. We would have gave y'all five. I'm, I'm serious. Five episodes and, and a week. I, and this is the thing. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And I'm, and I'm here to tell people, uh, for those of you that, you know, uh, think, thinking or considering donating, and when you do the one time donation, it lets you pick. You can literally give us a dollar. Yeah, you can do whatever you want, man. But anyway, I just think it's cool that people donate at all, but I was, it yes. was just this like, you know, what if there was a way to monetize each donation? Not not to turn the podcast mm-hmm. into like you have to pay for it, but no. what if there was a way where we could just be like, okay, every time we put our episode, we know we'll at least get a dollar from everybody who listens to it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, we'd be fucking like yeah, set. We, yeah, we, yeah. Did, did, that would be crazy, man. Definitely. Uh, and then we could do things to make it bigger and better, start yeah. touring. Uh, we got plans, y'all. We definitely got plans. Do then I could do a Las Vegas meetup. Yes. So I could yes. afford the ticket to be there. Hell yes. If not, y'all just going to be meeting up without us. We'd be like, oh, man, that was cool. I hope y'all had a good time. Anyway, back to the house. Yeah, I, I know it's so. <laughs> um, let me twip pick a picture of my sushi. Ah. Um, all right, man. So you can do that. Um, donate, subscribe, go to our store. Uh, we have some tumblers on there. I actually took booty pics and jokes tumbler off of the page. The reason I had to do that is because when I re- whenever I send something out through the donate your account for Facebook, I, um, uh-huh. it'll just pick a random picture on the page. And oh. somebody sent me something that day where it picked one of the booty pigs and jokes picture. I was like, okay, yeah, that has to come off now. So I why took it off. Why does it do that? I have no idea why I did that. You don't um, set the picture? I can't. I can't set the picture. Oh. So, um, but I took it off, man. So hopefully that'll never happen again. But still, I thought that was pretty terrible. Ah. Um, but yeah, we have. So uh, somebody had somebody had with like a red car with like a naked woman leaning over and posting right. on their Facebook. On Twitter, it's another story, but on Facebook is when yeah. you get the picture. No, grandmama sees that. Ah. You don't want grandmama looking like, oh, you know, look at all that ass. You know, you'll say, uh, it's like, Lord have mercy, I know that. Girl, is that you? Yeah. Um, so, okay, you can do that. Um, you can also call the show 704-557-0186 and leave us voicemails throughout the week or talk to us live when I do our feedback show mm-hmm. Saturday mornings. You can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um, other places you can find our show, iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic, Podomatic and Stitcher, Stitcher. Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, just put in the Blackout Tips and all the search functions there. You'll be able to find us on iTunes. If you would like to be heard on the show, leave us a five-star review. Regardless of what you write in the review, I will read it, mm-hmm. um, and it'll be responded to on the show. So uh, it's one way to make sure your feedback gets in. Um, we're not doing as much feedback from Facebook anymore, so you yeah, know go to the blackouttips.com or yeah. just email we, us if you want to leave feedback that way because and we thank you for your comments on facebook but facebook changed the the format and the way they look and they are not user friendly at all yes yeah, it's, it's really it's not it's not it's not it's it's harder to navigate so yes, it is. i'm not gonna complain about it because it's fucking free and i hate when people complain about free no no social. It's, it's just not i know you're not complaining read. i know you're not complaining karen i was just I'm telling them why I'm not. Oh, 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 when somebody gives you something, you're like, fuck this nigga. Yeah, because, like, I've, you know, I've talked about it on the show before. I hate when people complain about free shit. Like, Ah! nigga, nigga, you don't have to sign up. You're using their platform to promote your shit. Ah! 
So I'm not mad at Facebook, but yeah, they changed it and they made it a little harder to navigate, man. Um, okay. You can also, um, donate your account. We're starting a new campaign. You go to donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT. Um, and while you're there, you just sign up with one click. Give us your Twitter or your Facebook or both. Mm-hmm. And we can put, uh, depending on what, how often you let us, uh, post on your page, we can do once a day, once a week or once a month. Nice. Um, and we just retweet something from our official Twitter handle for the show, which is at TBGWT. Make sure you're following that. Um, but yeah, we, it, it's really a real easy way, um, to give something to the show. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, and you only, and, and it's only limited to one tweet a day at maximum. And it's always going to be something show related, like a sponsor or a episode or something like that that we're trying to promote. And, you know, it's an easy way to help the show. And thank you guys who actually do that. Yes, thank you. And we're both on Twitter. I'm at Ryder Prime. I am saying that again. That is in DAT. And, um, okay. All right. We, uh, go ahead and get started. Let's see. We can't start without saying the official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And, uh, today's podcast is double sponsored. That's right. It's sponsored by the official debut of Karen and I on iTunes. Yes. Yeah, we are now on iTunes with our government names, <laughs> <laughs> which is a shocker for audio play for uh, Shadow Dog Productions. Mm-hmm. The audio play is called Fries. Yes. And, uh, you know, many of you may have already heard it. Some of you um, have is, probably gone and bought it already. It but, is very funny. Um, it's on iTunes in case maybe you don't want to go to ShadowDogProductions.com. Maybe you don't like their checkout system or whatever. Well, you can go to iTunes, which you should already be familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in the podcast. Um, and get it there for, I think, just 99 Not cents. Sense. But you can go get it from there, man. It's, I mean, it was a great way to support the show Support our sponsor, man, because you want them to keep sponsoring us. And, you know, if you've ever even thought about it for one second of like, man, I'll spend a dollar to show, support Rod and Karen. You know, this is an easy way to spend that dollar and it show is. them that we're a good investment because, you know, the sponsor, along with donations, really does uh, keep the show going. You it know, does. Um, and I don't want to lose our sponsor because people are just like, well, it sounded like they were doing good. And then just bam, they don't never click on anything. They never buy anything. They never go out there to their page. So you could go there or you could go to shadowdollproductions.com slash tbgwt.html, which is our official page, page. for all the audio yes. plays that we've ever done. We've done for them. several of them. Yeah, well, I know we've we've included in like a comedy box set. Mm-hmm. So you know, do that, man. Do that kind of stuff because it, you know, it only costs you a dollar. Yep. And and it helps us out tremendously because those dollars add up, and they go cool. Let's keep sponsoring these people because they know how to move product as opposed to just you know fuck these guys. We never sold anything with them. So yes, and also we made our movie debut in Dirt Cheap Therapy. Yeah, so you can buy the movie while you're there. But yeah, definitely. Check out the audio plays, please. Please do, guys. Only a dollar, man. Um, The other thing, because I said we're double sponsored, right? Mm -hmm. The other sponsor is for people that are into orgasms. Show of hands, who is into orgasms? All right. I can't see that hand. My bad. Yeah, okay. All right. So we got got 
I mean, I'm into them. I'll tell you that. This new thing going around. <laughs> I try to figure out what's where the camera is. My bad. <laughs> uh, it's called, it's a new thing going around. Uh, you know, for those people that only listen to the podcast and don't see vocal, Karen doesn't know left from right. But <laughs> the little behind the scenes, but new thing going around. It's called the orgasm. Uh, it, it's pretty good from what the kids say. For what the kids say. And for the people that oh, are into else they it. they call it nowadays. Well, what the kids say. I mean, that's what Eddie Long would say. Um, so ah. for people like, uh, for the people that want to stick something in their box, now right. since I know what a box is, right? You need to stick something in your box. Maybe you need to, uh, be inside of something. I don't know what you're into. Ah. I am not judging. What I am trying to do is get you laid or at least get you to come. And yeah. it's very easy because I'm also trying to save you some fucking money. I know. So. It's so expensive to orgasm these days, guys. The rise in price of the orgasm, not to mention the crackdown on internet porn. Yeah, they ain't been playing with that, have It's they? like the dark ages out there, people. Don't risk your computer and your prison status on <laughs> some random so. blog. No. You know? File Factory does not work as good as Mega Upload used to. And it's sad. It's sad. We're in the great yeah, porn Mega depression. Mega Upload was the bomb. Yeah, we're in the great porn depression. Pretty soon, VHS tapes is going to be like the Book of Eli. I hope not. People are going to be walking around trading porn tapes. I got old Vanessa Del Rio. <laughs> ah, what you got? Yeah. What you got? I got some water. Mm, that's not enough. And I'm going ah. to need some I'm gonna need some, some lighter fluid, too. Um. So, all right. Here's how. Here's, I know you guys are wondering, how do I get... How do I get to come for half off? Here's how you do it. You go to adamandeve.com. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, you go ahead and pick you up something. I don't know what you're into. Maybe you're into uh, sex toys. Maybe you're into v- video. I am. I am. Yeah. Maybe you're into kinky stuff like, you know, nipple suction clamps and whatever. You know, I'm not judging. Oh, me either. Yeah. You I'm, just caught me off guard with this comment. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe that's what you're into. Maybe you're into... The dildo that has like three prongs to it. I don't care. I'm done with three different speeds. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Maybe into the one that got the handle where you got to hold it like a motorcycle, you know? <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> Whatever you're into, <laughs> get it for half off. Yes, sir. All you have to do is go to adamandeve.com. But is that all they're going to get, Karen? Nope. Because, I mean, isn't that enough? Half off of, of pornography and yes. sex toys? Isn't that enough? That should be enough. I I think that's all they get. No, they get some more stuff. They get some more stuff? Yes, they do. Are you talking about three free adult DVDs hey. for a little bit of inspiration? Yes, for free, too. And a free extra sensual gift. Which we can't even tell you. It's so sensual. Shh. I can't. If I told you, I would start to come. And we need to finish the show. <laughs> We sure do. Because after that, I would need a sandwich and a nap. Oh, yes. So we can't even mention that on the radio. But you get an extra free gift. And to top it all off, you get free, free shipping. shipping. This is the Give Us Free Amistad Special of the Week. Ah! Yes, and it is. And we're not playing around. We are not fucking with you. Mm-hmm. And people have used it. And they told us their shit is on the way. Or they have already got it. Yes. A lot of people shouting us out. And there's nothing wrong with that. Up top, indeed. Yes, yes. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type in the code TBGWT. TBGWT. I don't know. I can't think of a jig with that one. Mm, Me neither. 
for the uh, for the offer code whenever you're about to check out so you just put that right in the box tbgwt you check out you get that 50 percent off you get your three free dvds you get a free extra gift and free shipping just make sure you do that tbgwt adamandeve.com now let's podcast you ready to do this i am son all right man so um we got all kinds of random stuff. Most of it's just from looking at Twitter and shit, man. People on ah, people on the internet still crazy, Karen. I don't think that's ever gonna change. Think they fixed it yet? Mm-mm. No, still crazy. Yep. Um. So, all right, we. I don't think we've talked about this on the show. Okay. But um, it's been going around the internet pretty heavily. Um, this Coney video and this like controversy with um, there's a 30 minute video about uh African warlord putting children in the harm's way. I haven't seen it, but I've heard people You know, selling it. girls as sex slaves, making little boys fight in the armies like Lupe Fiasco talked about on the on the song Little Weapon. Yep. Um, and, you know, it is sad and it is fucked up, but apparently some white dudes figured out that um, this was a problem, so they edited up a nice, spiffy 30-minute video. And uh, everybody seems to be uh, on board. I think it's over 75 million views right now. Good God. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, and the thing is with Americans, man, you just got to, we're, we're, we're not a patient people. So all you really got to do is just describe something to us in a way that is very, um, very simple. Simplified. <laughs> Sometimes you know? in a complex situation. It's, it's like right. this guy is bad. We need to make sure people know he's bad. And it's and it's a very simple message. I think they just want people to, like, make people aware of it. You know, like this video and spread it on YouTube and Facebook and all this social media. Get posters, hang them up around the city, wherever you're at, and put his face all over the wall, blah, blah, blah. Um, which, honestly, is going to be interesting because <laughs> people are gung-ho about it now. But the day that they actually are supposed to put his face on the wall is... Uh, April 20th. Oh. So I don't know if they picked a day, like, maybe they should have picked a day closer to the, the now because Americans will fucking forget. Like, by April 20th, we'll be watching March. We'll, 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 we'll no, Mobs and March Madness be over by then. Yeah. Well, by, right. By April 20th, people won't give a fuck about the NCAA. Like, mm. this, like, that's just how people are, man. But we'll see what happens, man. But, um, you know, when I first heard it, man, I was just, I thought it was King of New York. Ah! Like K-O-N, wow, that's big. Everybody knows that. Is it a, I thought it was a battle between Biggie, Jay-Z, um, you know. But nah, it turned out that, that it's this evil man. Um, and, and I think what's funny to me is the bullying of this cause that's going on. What do you mean by the bullying? Well, like people are really on some I'm more righteous than you dick measuring shit with okay. it. Okay. You know? I'm almost like if you don't stand for this cause, fuck you. Yeah, and it is yeah, funny. A lot of people get into that. Because it, as easy as it is to contribute, um, it is actually funny to me when people are, you know, really going, well, 24 hours ago, I didn't even know about this cause. Now I'm on Twitter ranting and raving about how no one gives a fuck about anybody. It's like, well, I mean, this was going on for 20 years. You didn't know shit about it. And now today you're talking shit about everyone else who didn't know about it. Like, so you are you talking shit about yourself 24 hours ago? Uh, yeah, they just don't realize that yet. Yeah, it's, I, don't, I just find it odd that like people get really into this like uh, 
holier than thou attitude and then they and then they wonder why there's some backlash and there's not a lot of backlash let's be honest 75 million views everybody's fucking on board but there like there's not a lot of uh backlash to uh this idea but yeah there's gonna be some people who are gonna be like hold up dog don't force this shit down my throat. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You saw one video. I would like to gather more information yes. before I just jump in. Yeah, because we all make decisions at different paces. And there's some people, they've seen the video, they, they're very passionate about it, and they feel like everybody should know. That's cool. Then you have some people, they see the video, they go, okay, let me do my history. Let me do my research. Let me find out more shit before I come to my own conclusion. Yeah, and the thing is, man, what I was thinking about is I, I wonder if, more liberal people and more progressive people should take note from what's going on with this because i've always found that republicans and conservatives had a much easier time galvanizing public will because they were able to simplify things down to these small thoughts these small these tiny like simple and then you just got to do this you know and this is what this really has become is like well, all you have to do to say that you supported this is like it or print out something on your printer and tape it to a wall somewhere. That's all you have to do. It's not really a lot of effort behind it. Right. And and it's like, well, that's why it's working is because, you know, if they actually were saying like, OK, now we need everyone to donate twenty dollars each or now we need we're going to have march, a march. Or, yeah. yeah. Right. And we're all going to meet here. and We're going to do now, suddenly people will be like, hey, you know, I just a lot of I got to go outside now. I don't know. I got to c- turn off my my laptop. The, the you know, ah! Um, the attitudes have changed. Yeah, can I? Y'all the same people talking about how other people ain't shit. Right. Well, you have Wi-Fi at this meeting, you know, shit like that. So um, it's kind of like, you know, I wonder why can't Obama or, you know, the White House or Democrats, somebody galvanize the same thing with like a simple. This is why we need uh, health care, universal health care. You know, this is why we need single payer health care. Why can't you just construct a 30 minute video that simplifies it down to all you got to do is like this. All you got to do is, you know, all you got to do is spread the word about why it's great to not have pre-existing conditions when someone goes to try to get insurance. And uh, all you have to do is, uh, you know, uh, spread the word about this video that's going to tell you that when people don't have insurance and use the emergency room as a fucking doctor. doctor. Uh, and then, and then don't pay the bill or, or how, uh, medical expenses are the number one cause of bankruptcy. Yes, it is. Like, why can't they galvanize that same type of thing into a short video and have everybody go out there and retweet that shit? Like, if I'm the Democrats, I'm looking to hire this dude because he made something like charity into something as simple as one click or printing out a fucking flyer. Now, yeah. is it, is it kind of fucked up that, y- now it's a legitimate cause because white people like it. Yeah, it is kind of fucked up. But at the same time, that's the reality. That's that's how shit works in yes, America. It is. If white people don't care, it don't happen. Now say that again. You know I mean? So and so, people <laughs> don't want to admit that, but that but that's that's a huge uh, reality uh, to the situation. And also, I think that something like that it would take uh, someone special to make sound bites, of it, or to make a theme of it, or to make a. A loop that can constantly be repeated. Yeah, um, it's possible. Cause like Michael Moore hasn't been able to do it. Honestly, no. like he's, he's a little too deep. One, he's too preachy. He's too preachy. Yes, and he turns and he's off. too sanctimonious. And also, like he will turn on his own people 
you know yes. which is not a good quality and like a lot of progressives do that a lot of li- liberals do that a lot of democrats do that where they turn on their own guys like you know whereas republicans are a little bit better at saying like we're gonna put this pressure on you until you break but we're never gonna let the other guys seem like they're better than you True. whereas democrats sometimes True. they can lose it a little bit and be like but you're not for this this is my cause and now fuck you it's like yeah but you still don't really have a choice because the other people are like even more fuck you you know yes. what i mean like obama's I'm like this I, I i'm fuck you is i do it soft i'll be gentle when i do it <laughs> right your fuck you is i'ma take it right like the democrats are like hey we can uh repeal don't ask don't tell and they're like yeah but what about gay marriage fuck you i don't want to deal with your fucking uh, it's like okay cool well the other people are just trying to ban your entire existence so yep you know but but the the point being though if if there was something that like healthcare or something where people are unified Mm-hmm. why they should be hiring this guy to make that video you know what i mean they should be hiring this guy to explain why we need a public option to, to, yes. to simplify it and and, and and i think they do so that people can press their congressmen and press people to represent them to vote because a lot of people have a lot of lack of knowledge and wisdom about insurance most people really don't know how much shit costs uh, on the medical bills, a lot of people complain about Cobra, and even with Cobra, you're still paying a percentage of what your job pays. Even that is not like even what you just said to me is more stuff than they need to do. Like calling a congressman, oh, th- I don't bad. think people will do that. I don't think they'll do that. No, they won't. Liking a YouTube video, uh, posting something, sharing the link on their Facebook page, um, printing out something and and posting it on a wall somewhere. I think people will do that. And if that, this is the new quote unquote activism, that, that might, that might be better. So you, so you said that the new activism is do as little as you can to get the word out. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly what, that, what happened. Mm-hmm. This you know, this, this shit gets, we're not going to put pressure on you. We're not going to make it complex. We're going to simplify to the smallest denominator possible with the littlest amount of effort that it possibly takes for you to do to get the message I'm out. just saying they might have stumbled onto something here that's true and if nobody pays attention to it if nobody's gonna um, you know pick up the mantle from here and see like wow this could be a great political strategy yes sir you know it's, especially with the fact that it's cheap very it's a YouTube video like you know you got campaigns spending billions they're about to spend billions, billions. of dollars mm-hmm. in this next cycle to get reelected or to get elected for the first time in the case of the Republican candidate mm-hmm. they're about to spend billions of dollars corporate dollars I guarantee this video did not cost a fucking billion dollars no no you know? so like if that if you already had a camera the shit was free right and the internet is like the new you know the new shit man yes it is but anyway, man. Um, so yeah, I would, I would, I would like to see that, man. I think, I think they should try that. Um, so yesterday mm-hmm. was three fourteen, Karen. You know what that means? What that mean? It was Pi Day. Pi Day. P I Pi three dot one four. That letter, you know. Oh, that, that type of pie, not not the pie you eat. Right, not the pie you eat. I don't give a fuck about that pie. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. More that important- pie whooped my ass in math. My bad. <laughs> More importantly. It was also Steak and Blowjob Day. You said Steak and Blowjob? Yeah, Karen. That's right. Now, Steak and Blowjob Day is apparently a traditional holiday oh, where people... Do, do I put A1 sauce on your penis? I don't understand this. What's, what's, what is this? Day? Um, A1 sauce on the penis. I yes, don't think that's I how like, it's celebrated. You know, because some people like A, uh, 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 A1 sauce, a Heinz 57, as some would like it, 
on a steak. And since we doing steak and penis day. Well, I mean, you might be into, uh, <laughs> into tube steak, but not everybody is into tube steak, Karen. Oh, do they mean real steak? Um, well, according to, uh, yeah, they're talking about real steak. Um, it's simple, self-explanatory and effective. March 14th. Men work hard very, every day. Uh, Some do. To satisfy their lovers on Valentine's Day. Every year they do that. And given uh, their jubilant dedication, Steak and BJ Day is a joyous opportunity to repay the favor. So that means on Valentine's Day they gave you something, but only because they expected something a month later. Yeah. I, like I said, I don't know. I Like I said, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. You ought to be able to get a steak and blowjob day any day. Maybe that's just me. It shouldn't be specified to one time of a day. If you get excited about steak and blowjob day, you need to get a life. Some say it was invented by the Romans in 269 A.D. Ha! You think that's when it was? It came about, Karen? Nah, I think way before that. And institutionalized through St. Valentine's cousin, Claudius Fellatio. Oh, I didn't know we had a cousin. I feel like they may have made this up, Karen. I do, too. Others suggest that when the World War II ended in 1945, President Harry S. Truman had the FBI covertly spread the word to act as a welcome home for the troops. Uh, all we really know is that Steak and BJ Day is pretty damn awesome. Why is this not on the calendar then? Yeah, that was the thing. I looked at my calendar, yeah. at, my, at my work yeah. calendar, and I did not see no. Pie Day or Steak and Blowjob Day. No, I, was, I, I see other days. You know, I see the you know, first day of spring. You know, I see, you know... Uh, the time zone, not time zone, the uh, the time change. Yeah. You know, I see, you know, even days that don't matter. What is it? Uh, Teacher's Day. Yeah. Secretary's Day. Boxing know. Day. Yeah. I, we I, don't I, even celebrate in America. Cat and Dog Day. I seen them, but no, nah, not no. Thank so it made dog. me, it made me wonder, Karen, like, um, is it a real holiday? Because Mm-mm. if it's not on any calendar I know of, Mm-mm. um, it's, it's not a holiday. And then the, nope. the, another reason you can tell it's not a holiday is, you know, the day after, steaks and blowjobs aren't half off. Say that again, but candy is. Right. Candies and flowers, half off after Valentine's. Half. That's because you know, Easter, half. after Easter, you go get some, you want to go get some can- some Cadbury eggs. Oh. Suddenly they're half off. Some eggs, some Snickers eggs. Yes, sir. Suddenly they're half off. I'm going to be on it. That's a, the, the retail tells you what kind of holiday it is. I and know so. And steak don't drop by 50%. No. I wish it. I wish it did. Go in there today and see if the steaks are on sale. If they're not on sale, this is not a real holiday. And Shit. personally, you know, we I don't. Wish it did. Does, is the blowjobs on half off too then? <laughs> right. We don't um celebrate um Valentine's Day anyway. Mm-mm. But, yeah, I, we definitely wouldn't celebrate this. It just seems lame. No, I can go buy a steak and, and give you a blowjob any day of the week. Well, it just seems lame to me because it's it's like, well... I, I only did that shit for you on Valentine's Day because I knew I was going to get my dick sucked. It's like, you know, and it just sets a bad precedent. I actually think Valentine's Day sets a bad precedent to some uh, extent. To me, um, yes. Now, like I said, if you're dating somebody that's into that, you knew that shit before. Yes, sir. You before the 14th. So don't this. even fuck up their Valentine's mm-hmm. Day like that. You go get whatever you got to get. Um, me, personally, I I just think it's kind of a sham. Mm-hmm. You know, just this idea of Let's be nice to each other today. Uh, but I you know? guess, <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind y'all spending y'all money because I'm the person that goes in there and get excited when I see 
you know, the heart-shaped M&M's for 50% off next day. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you, America. Thank you. Right. It's like, oh, well, you'll definitely get your dick sucked today. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> you know, um, I actually kind of like the surprise of it. Um, ah, that's the fun <laughs> in it. You know, I was thinking also, man, I was, you know, it's been really warm outside lately. Yes, it has. I mean, just, I mean, is it like really March? degrees. Yeah. Like I woke up this morning. I could like, I can, I don't know how you check the, how do you tell what temperature is going to be in the morning? You know, I, I either check the, uh, the phone, mm. uh, the yeah, iPhone app. Yeah. Basically the phone, because I don't, I don't turn the TV and nothing like that in the morning. Then a lot of times when I open up the front door. I go, oh, okay, it's going to be a warm day. You know how I can tell if it's going to be warm or not? How? Um, I look outside because, and this only happens when you live in a good part of town, but I can tell the temperature by how many white women are jogging. Yes. That's what I use okay. to tell the temperature. Yes, like if I see. the warmer it is, the more they jog. Right. I'm like, okay, wow. It's going to, I better leave my and, jacket at home. Like this. And, you know, when, when, when Becky's jogging at 645, you know it's going to be a great day. Right. Yeah. The earlier they're out, the, yes. the, they're like, wow, it's going to be. Yeah. You, you know, it's going to be a hot ass day. Yeah. I've even got to the point where I can tell the humidity and everything, you know? <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, chance of, chance of rain, chance of rain. Now she had a little bit of a limp. Um, <laughs> So I went to um I went to our friend of the show uh Patrice C's uh blog the other day. Yes, that's a girl. And um I was trying to donate to her and she's using this new thing called Venmo. What's that? Um it's like a it's almost it's like PayPal but with social networking. Okay. So I went there to go give her some money because she had this awesome answer to this question. Where this dude was chastising her about what do you deserve to get a donation from PayPal and all this ah. shit. And she answered him, you know, in the best way possible. Um, it just, and so I was just like, I've read it on, um, Twitter. So that I just went immediately to her site. It was like, how do I give you some money? Cause you do deserve some money. And yes. I don't, you know, go have a drink. Fuck this guy. And, um, I'm trying and like I had to sign up for Venmo. Venmo apparently is like, um, PayPal, but with social networking. Oh, how does this work, sir? Like, like you sign up for it, but then like it checks your Facebook and Twitter and email friends and invites them in, and it like it tells you like your purchases and when people join and what they bought. And I was like a little skeeved out because I don't want my social networking to cross with my purchasing power. Like, no. it's it's different if some if they're profiling me and get suggesting things for me to buy Mm -hmm. like you know if google's telling me like hey you're into uh sarah J. maybe you want to get the movie how to tame your dragon and we're talking about your penis maybe they want to do that but if they actually said okay rod bought how to tame your dragon publicly put your information out yeah and they share with people like like later on someone's i didn't realize this till i got an email someone else signed up for venmo and it was like hey rod so-and-so signed up for venmo you know them i'm like whoa i don't think i think that's a horrible thing two things to combine you know there's a lot of purchases that there's purchases i make that i regret immediately I don't need ah, ah. other people looking at my purchases and, and judging drowning. me. Yes. I'm already judging myself, man. I, I just thought it was a bad idea, man. So I, I don't know. Um, all right. So, you and, know, and everybody, and I guess I'm sorry to get back to ahead. that. I think everybody's into sharing as much as you can, but I, like I said, we vehemently disagree on a lot of shit. And I'm, I believe that there, you do have some right to privacy. And I understand everything about me is not private. If you want to find me, you probably can. Mm-hmm. But shit, let me at least think I got privacy. Okay. Um, 
how to get that I just out. don't want people to, uh, like I said, I think some, sometimes it doesn't go with something. No. Um, and sometimes it does. Like if you're on Google Plus, Facebook, Twitter, you're already sharing. Yes, you are. Like you can go in there and try to deny it and make it private. No, you are sharing already. You're taking a risk every time you hit enter or whatever. Yes, you do. But if, like, I don't want it to be like, Rod, donate it to blah, blah, blah. Why don't you do it? Like, okay, come on, man. Social, really social media pressure along with purchasing. Like, we don't need all that yeah, shit. No, no, no. Um, you, 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 no, you don't need to see my vibrator I just bought. For right. Like, I don't want Adam and Eve emailing me, uh, Hi. hey, man, did you know so-and-so bought a flashlight? No, nah, I'm good, man. I don't need to know that. You know what? I'm good. He can, that's his business. Please do not send me this no. anymore. You know, I didn't know she was in the nipple clamps. I'm sorry. Ah! Um, all right. So, uh, you know how we started, uh, a stereotype here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's that white people love cheese. Mm-hmm. And for everything I've seen in my life, it's true. <laughs> you know, and, and occasionally we'll get black people or women, you know, how, fellas in my right up top, you know, women love everything. <laughs> they say they love everything. <laughs> you, oh man, the Holocaust. Oh, I love the Holocaust. <laughs> like, you know, I don't. Y'all love everything. You know, oh man, you know, I was thinking about the other day. Uh, I was thinking about slavery. Oh, I love slavery. It's oh, right. it's so good. It's my favorite. <laughs> like you have, you it's can't it. have 27 favorites, ladies. Okay. Anyway. I can't love everything, sir. Yeah, I can. You love cheese, right? I do. Right. Of course you do. You, you I, know I do. Right. Black people always think they love cheese, but they don't understand the depths to which these cheese eaters will go and how much white people love cheese. They love it more than you. You think oh. you like cheese? I can go down and look in our damn refrigerator right now. What kind of cheese is in there? Sliced deli cheese, maybe. Yes. Maybe some shredded cheese. Yes. What else? Some feta cheese. Some feta cheese, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some uh, Parmesan cheese. Yes. Is there any other cheese in there, Karen? No. Right. You don't even have cream cheese. Oh, no. Right. Exactly. You don't love cheese. <laughs> My bad. And it's really insulting to these white people. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. When you sit up here and act like I, you're a cheese lover. I know lover. I don't got no Gorgonzola cheese or the cheese that stank Mm-mm. but tastes good. I ain't got none of that cheese. Right. You don't have any crackers in your refrigerator with, with the brie? You don't have any no. of that? I don't you don't have che- any of those funky I- French cheeses? Or the other cheese balls, which I... Oh. Those are good. It is very insulting to white people to compare that, okay? And it's also ah. fucking up the joke of my stereotype. Please, let us keep <laughs> having this stereotype alive. It doesn't help when black people say they like it too, okay? So <laughs> stop trying to be contrary. All y'all always want to be contrary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love cheese. I do. You're looking at the fridge. They got three slices of Swiss sandwich cheese. <laughs> uh, American cheese. Yeah, I remember one time I was hanging out with my white friends at that house, and I, I was like, "Can I get a beer?" He's like, "Yeah, it's in the fridge," and I go open up the fridge, Karen, and there's so much cheese, like ah! barely room for the beer. It's just cheese everywhere, man. Just smoked gouda. I was just like, "What is this, man?" And he's like, "Oh, that's my cheese, man. Just uh, just reach reach around behind that and get your beer, man." <laughs> But I did. And I was like, can I have a piece? He said, whoa, whoa, nigga. That's a smelling cheese. Ah! We don't eat all the cheese, dummy. That's for people that don't love cheese. Oh, well, well, true. I guess I'm not a true cheese either because I've never had my cheese on a wheel. 
You know how yeah. you know the cheese is round? If you've never bought a wheel of cheese, you I don't haven't. love cheese. No, I have Stop not. saying that, I black people. I have not bought a wheel of cheese. All you're doing is embarrassing yourself. White people <laughs> laugh at you when you say that. Oh, he loves cheese. Okay. Okay, Tyrone. Yes, Tyrone. Let's have a cheese test and see how far you get. Yeah. Um, a couple quick random thoughts before we get into some articles. Um, I'm convinced the only people that still play words with friends with me are cheaters and people that don't mind losing. Yeah, I quit playing that. I don't play that no. I'm, ter- I'm terrible at that game. For, first of all, I'm like, I'm like, and it's niggas I know, like it's my brother and shit. So I'll be playing my brother and then my brother will just play a word where I'm just like, you don't know that fucking word. That has oh, never come up yes. in a fucking sentence. We have lived together <laughs> for fucking ever. You <laughs> would not pick up your English books. I was the one in the house that read everything. How the fuck do you get off on using quark? What the fuck is a quark? I you don't even no know idea. what a quark is. You know, I could have called him on the phone, use quark in a sentence. You know, it's just cheaters ah. and, and motherfucking people that don't mind losing. Nope, I got off that a while ago. My app kept cutting up on me. I was like, fuck this, and I quit playing. Yeah, oh, man, it's just so sad, man. Anyway, man. Um, So, uh, I think, oh, another quick one. Did you know they printed the last of the encyclopedias this week? You mean the last ever? Yeah, they're no longer going to be releasing encyclopedias. Oh, so no more Encyclopedia Britannica is going to come on an infomercial? You talking, about, you, oh, you talking about like the hard books you can go and buy for your house? No more encyclopedias, dog. What are they going to do then? I guess for we got to go to... don't got internet. Uh, for people that don't have internet, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe you got to go to the library. Yeah, because as much as people think everybody got internet, everybody don't got internet. Just, I mean, you think it's bad now. Think, wait till like 2040. When the last set of encyclopedias is from 2012. Oh, Like, yes. yeah, let me blow the dust off of these at the library. Um, Wait a minute. Where is the library? So, uh, you know, and it's kind of sad, man, because, you know, it means we're growing up. And it's good that we have change. And th- I think there are some better resources out there. Like, I think Wikipedia is better than encyclopedias. Um, even though people are always like, they'll tell you, like, well, you can put anything on Wikipedia. You don't know nerds, sir. Um ah! They will be sure that the correct information yeah, is Yeah, nerds out. are a- very anal retentive. And if you oh. change anything, All they will strike it down immediately. quickly. <laughs> so, you know, people always get into that. Oh, no, man. You know, the nerd, you, you could just say I, anything on Wikipedia. No, you can't. And, you know, I can't tell you the last time I've even touched an encyclopedia. Like, it has been years. Like, we actually bought, like, an encyclopedia set years ago when I was a kid. You know, just my mom was like, shit, I'm not going to the library. Let's buy, buy an encyclopedia. But the thing is, the shit changed every year. Yeah. So, you know, I'd be like eight years behind. It doesn't even make sense either because, like, you had to put an encyclopedia on, like, a payment plan. <laughs> you do? Them shits was expensive. Yeah, I and saw it. all hardback. Yeah, I saw today that it was uh, the new, the latest edition they released on was like $1,600. Ooh, from A to Z? Of course from A to Z. $1,600 for encyclopedias. Them 26 letters is expensive. Yeah, Wikipedia? Still free. I said that Still again. Free, so. Wikipedia, I can Google it. <laughs> right. I think I'll stick with Wikipedia. It's the what, 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 plus. What? I I got a feeling, just a slight feeling that uh, the encyclopedia probably doesn't have, just probably does not have the guide to Mass Effect Three in it. You know. <laughs> I got no. a feeling that when I when I go look up, you know, and when I go to uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica and I say, "Hey, Mass Effect Three, it goes, "The fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Ah! That's not in here. 
wikipedia oh what planet are you trying to get to eden prime here's no. how you do it no you look for mass effect 3 it's a mass effect 3 look on wikipedia right exactly <laughs> That's, yeah. what, that's what it's gonna say when you open up that book. Yeah, the W section of the the, the hardback the uh, uh, the hardback uh, encyclopedia just says Wikipedia. Yes, it's, 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 go to Wikipedia. That's what it says. Yeah, go to Wikipedia. My bad. Um, and it's only I, one page long. That's it. Um, Not even a page, a line long. You think this means that kids now are gonna grow up with uh, Wikipedia Brown solving cases? And it, 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 the, the case will change and the facts of the case will change depending on uh, how many people are on the Internet and how he searches for it. Mm-hmm. It's encyclopedia. I mean, Wikipedia Brown. Yeah, Wikipedia Brown be looking for Google Trends and <laughs> shit like that. Ooh, I, what's the Google? Ooh, let's go find Justin Bieber, guys. <laughs> the clue is in his search history. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wikipedia Brown. I found it. Solves the case again. It only cost a nickel. That's it. Um. And last thing before we get into the articles, I was on Twitter the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of ladies mm-hmm. on my timeline. Mad as shit. Oh, what happened? Just angry, Karen. I was like, the fuck is going on? Because, see, on my Twitter, I really am not joking when I say I unfollowed a lot of ignorance. You know what I mean? Oh, like you calmed it down? A long time ago. Like, I, and, and, like it's one of the reasons that, I mean, maybe it made the show worse. Because I don't have as much shit to complain about. Because I, I just see somebody line stepping. I'm like, yeah, you're doing too much. And I just unfollow them. It's yeah, really no problem slow. to me. And and I guess that's why a lot of times uh, when I look at my time, I'm like, okay, cool. If they talk about shit, I don't care. I just keep pushing. I don't complain about them. I pick them. Well, yeah. And, and a lot of people are, you know, they don't want to admit that they're into that ratchetness. They're into yes. the sensationalism and the arguing. They're into that shit. And they mm-hmm. want to act like they're not. But yes. then you see them, their timeline, and they're following, like, official ICE or something. or. Ah! You know what I mean? Like they're they're following uh the, the little Duvall or something, and then they get mad when he's like, you know, basic bitches be doing such and such, and like, oh, I'm so angry at you, little Duvall. <laughs> you know, <laughs> retweet, retweet, retweet. Like, okay, <laughs> calm down, ladies. So, um, apparently, I don't know who said it because I wasn't following whoever said it, but some dude or dudes was able to put Twitter, black Twitter, on his ear by saying that, um. Uh, they're turned off by women that have pubic hair and they wouldn't have sex with any woman that had any pubic hair. Ha! They need lies, to shave it all nigga, off. Lies. Well, that was what a lot of people were saying. Oh, he's lying or whatever. I don't know that they're lying. People always say shit. People say some dumb shit, but I don't know that they're lying. Like, that's just people's self defense mechanism kicking in. I just say unfollow them because the only, the only reason they did that is to do exactly what you just did. And get get some type of attention from you where you're like, oh, you lying. Oh, oh, you, you know, some people, I saw people going as far as like, you ain't have no father. And men with fathers oh, know. Oh, no, it's not that serious. But I saw people saying it. I, oh, you know, my I saw, goodness. You know, and I was like, why is everybody so mad? You're not going to fuck him. No. Like, that's actually kind of the point. Because you're not going to fuck him, you probably shouldn't care. Mm-mm. you know like they were and i was like so i started being sarcastic like <laughs> i'm gonna start saying shit you know rejected women that i'm never gonna fuck to and then getting attention and i think a, a few times of that and it calmed everybody down because people just stopped like responding and started laughing but you know i was like i would never fuck a woman unless her vagina was in it well her, her pubic hair had the shape of a of a the sistine chapel ceiling 
Oh, that's a creative vagina. Yeah. And that's the only kind of women I have yeah, sex shit. with. That's a creative person that cut that. And I, and then I will end all of them on hashtag, please be, please pay attention to me. That's, that's uh, all that shit is screaming. Please pay attention to me. Not true. Like, you weren't thinking about fucking this dude five seconds ago. You read this tweet and now you got the fucking, oh, I'm dedicating the rest of my night to talking shit about this dude. Why? Not rough your blood pressure going up. Why? Mm. You weren't going to fuck him. Nope. You know? That's like walking down the street and you see a homeless dude and you just go, and he's, you know, mumbling out craziness and then you go, did he just say that I'm fat? No, matter. I'm not going to work. No, get off me, girl. Get off me. I'm going back to talk to that homeless man all night long until he understands ah. that he will have sex with me. And that makes no sense. So keep your ass to pushing. It's like you. It's like when they do that. Um, when they say something negative like that, it's almost like they put the onus on the woman to prove them wrong by fucking them. True. Like, I would never have sex with you. Yes, you will. Take your pants off. Pull your dick out right now. <laughs> like, why, why are you giving this nigga attention, man? Um, and I know I said I was going to move on, but I forgot about one more thing I definitely want to talk about. What's up? Um, I listened to a bunch of new podcasts uh, the last couple of days mm-hmm. on Stitcher. Um, and I forgot, I guess maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, it was a big deal that the um, phone posits came out. The phone? What's that? Uh, oh, the Nike shoes? phone posits okay. for shoes. Yes. Um, and I don't keep up with those. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't keep up with shoes. I'm a grown ass man. Phone I just don't posits, care. It sounds like soap to me. Something yeah. I wash my face with. I'm I've sorry. never cared about shoes. You know, my dad uh, and my mom really had this thing going where, like, if you wanted some nice shoes that were going to cost $100, because back then 100 was a lot. Yes, so, like, sir. if you were going to, you know, get some nice shoes that cost $100 or something, you had to earn that money. So you would have to, like, wash a car for $10. You would have to cut the grass for $10. You had to, and by you know, the time you do all that shit, you is not going to get no shoes. Right. By the time you get to 50, you're like, uh, I'll just take whatever, mom. Uh, this seems about enough, right? This seems about enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with these cars. I want to play ball. <laughs> you know, I don't have any shoes to play ball in. So that's what started this close enough. You know, even when I got a job at McDonald's, you know, I was like, oh, now I'm gonna get paid. Take my check. Mm-hmm. Go get me some Jordans. Man, I got that first check. That fold that three seventy five an hour. It was like <laughs> ah, like my first check was for two weeks worth of work, mm-hmm. and it was about not even two hundred dollars. I was gonna say it was a no because you can't work forty hours. Like I think at the time you couldn't work twenty hours. Damn, because because I was under fifty. I was like fifteen. Uh, okay, you was under under sixteen. Okay, so you couldn't work full time. <clears throat> right. So I think my first check might have been for seventy or eighty dollars. Oh, word. Yeah. For two weeks? For a couple weeks. So um, that was about $20 short of some Jordans. And I was like, I'm not working a fucking month to get some Jordans. Mm-hmm. You know? So I went and got some like Nike flights or some shit or the Forces, whatever the $40 shoes were. Called it a day. I've never thought about getting Jordans a day in my life since then. Period. But there's this thing that I'm noticing, and it was happening a lot on these podcasts. I've, I've seen everybody cover it. Um... And and it's and it's and, and like and these are black podcasts, you know, and everybody's doing it. Um, apparently, if you go get some Jordans, um, you ain't shit, and it's the only possible way it could be, Karen. Why? Why you ain't shit? Because you have Jordans, and obviously, what if you does, have them. What does that got to do with anything? Well, obviously, if you like nice shoes, if you spend money on shoes, 
whether it's even an investment, whether you're just a sneakerhead, whatever. If you stand in line for some shoes, you your own welfare, for one. You oh. don't pay your you don't pay your rent or your child support. You definitely making these rules. You definitely miss the payment for that in order to get those shoes. Um, and you're violent. You will commit a crime to get your shoes. You will kill somebody. Um, and that is how it is 100 percent of the time with everybody. Um, apparently, because that's who they believe are wearing Jordans. And uh, don't they know white folks buy Jordans too? It's not. It's not even about race. Like it, I know what you're saying, though. I know what you mean. Yeah. But I'm saying for me, it's not even just about race. You know, it's racial. Yes, it is now. And to some extent, it is racist. Yes, it but is. But I'm saying, like, even if it's white people in my, in line, that's not the point to me. To be like, well, white people buy shoes, too. I don't. That's not the point. The point to me is you can be whatever fucking color. You can do whatever. You can be from whatever background. Just because you like Jordans, just because you buy some Jordans does not make you some fucking... You know, street urchin. And and I, th- I think the thing that upsets me is that everybody gets on their pedestal and wants to judge based off of their personal decisions. Because it's things that we purchase that people think, well, y'all wasting money on this, you wasting money on that. People do whatever they want to do with their fucking money they, at the end yeah. of the day. Well, you're in America. You're already living above your means. Yes, Every you last are. one of you. Like, if you're listening to this fucking show... Um, you didn't have to get an iPhone. You didn't have to get the internet. You didn't have to do a lot of shit, mm-hmm. but you did it because that's the things you like spending your money on. And for some reason, if you spend money on shoes, everybody wants to hop on the bandwagon in their soapbox and start judging you. Um, and then they want to take some anecdotal evidence and accept it as widespread fact when it's fucking not. Like they'll take the point oh oh one percent of people that act ratchet in line and go, yeah, see, that's how it is. You know, people killing for shoes, people getting stabbed, people dying, and you're like, they act like this is a new well, concept. I, no, no, fuck that. They're acting like it's happening. It's not. It's not. No. It's not. not. It's not about it being a new concept. Where is the fucking proof? You know that you people will take people lies. will take like one article. Uh, and be like, this dude got shot, you know, in a, in, while in line waiting on some shoes. Like, okay, one, we don't know. It was for, so he was in line waiting for shoes and got shot. Yeah, man. So they didn't actually steal his shoes? No. But it, what, okay, what so about? what, like, I thought you just said many people were being shot. Well, I heard one time that somebody did. Okay, well, you had an article for that? No. No, well, I've seen a World Star Hip Hop video. Nigga, I've seen a World Star Hip Hop video for everything. Say that again. And that does huh? not represent that, like, to me, like, someone tried to actually use that as, like, um, I forget his name on Twitter. And if I remembered, I would say it, man. I just can't remember. But he was like, uh, you know, it, here's the thing, man. You go to World Star Hip Hop, you can find niggas in line getting mad about Jordans. And I'm like, okay, I, I get that, but people could use that same argument to say that all black people act like that. Cause you can go on world star hip hop and find some black people doing some ignorant shit any time of the day. Yep. And if they turned around to you and said, this is how you act, you would be angry as shit. You would be like, no, I don't act like that that's because right. that's just a video. And it doesn't right. represent, it me. doesn't represent, it doesn't represent the majority of people. No. Like the reason world star hip hop is famous is cause it is the most ignorant of ignorant ratchet bullshit ever. It would be like saying that all white people act like, like the movie jackass and they don't well it does it just does you know or you know all asians know kung fu like well, well how do you know that i watched two movies like uh, calm the fuck I down all man. The you know I, and, and like there's this idea that like if you're a sneakerhead you're a fucking idiot when honestly even if you were standing in line for sneakers to turn around and resell them 
People are making like fucking seven hundred percent profit. Yes, sir. That's a good ass like investment. If, if What's I, your four hundred one k looking if, like, if, player? If I could get my ass up and go out there, I'm just too fucking lazy and, and could turn that profit. I'd be out there too. But anyway, my my main point isn't even that. Like that stuff to me was kind of besides the point. Um, but but there's a couple things I want to say. One is classism. Yes, it Two is. Two is racism, and yes, it's sad it to see it coming from black people. You know, because validating that bullshit, which I was like, yeah, man, niggas are standing in line for shoes. Like, yeah, but it's a lot of places where people stand in line and there's no incidents. Nothing happens. Everybody gets their fucking shoes and goes home. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not, you know, there's there's a lot of times where people are uh, standing in line and it's like, OK, I didn't get my shoes that I wanted, but I'm get these other shoes. It just happens. Yes, it and does. nobody riots and nobody gets killed. But we want to take the couple of examples of people acting a fucking fool <laughs> and turn it into all black people act like this or all poor people act yes, like this yes and that's what that's what they, they try to do and what but and i think the thing that um upsets me upsets me about it is the fact that people act like the shoes are the issue it's not the shoes that's the issue you feel as though you're better or you're above people that do this but people spend the same money on jordans they do on crocodiles or like other types of shoes or clothes or any other thing so it's what upsets me is that you Pointing out this one thing. Well, I know people with Jordans. Yes, they got jobs. Right, but I've never met someone with Jordans who wasn't taking care of their kid. No. Or didn't pay their rent. Or was on welfare. Or what? I've never met these people. Like these, and if like, they are, so what? Right. Like, number one, yeah, if they are, so what? Number one. But number two... You you need to prove your fucking point. Like people coming up to me, like, but man, we all know this. Well, if it's true, why don't you point it out? Where are these dozens of dead people over these fucking shoes mm-hmm. standing in line? Where where is it? Or are they just sensationalizing this and you're eating it up because you're insecure about your place in American society as a middle class black person and you feel the need to distance yourself from people that are impoverished or people that uh, appear to look different than you as far as like their style of dress and their clothes and stuff like that and their priorities so you feel such an insecure need to be unaffiliated with a certain type of black person that you have to distance yourself by saying yeah well you know only welfare people would stand in line for some shoes and you that's, know that's, i'm saying that prove shows it. your ignorance too. maybe i'm wrong i'm saying maybe i'm wrong but the burden of proof is on you you're the one making these accusations only thing I can go by is the people I know that got Jordans. I remember when I tweeted this, Bomani was like, I got some Jordans on right now. I'm like, well, fuck, what computer education course did you not take? Because you know you had to pick between those two, bro. Ah! It's the only way to get Jordans. You had to sacrifice a kid and then get some fucking Jordans. You know, and it's very, like, it's just frustrating to see the self-hatred of mm-hmm. so many people. And to an extent, it might be a, a backlash to Michael Jordan. I mean, some of it is. Some of it is. Like a lot of you know, because other players come out with shoes and have big releases, but you don't never hear people fussing and complaining about the new Kobe Bryant's or yeah. the new Carmelo. I'm just keeping it real. Like, where's this backlash for other players when their shoe releases come out? It's only the Jordans, right? Yeah, part part of it is that, but it's still, I think, a bigger thing, bigger than all of that, is so many people want to judge these black people as they are perceived to be poor and they're perceived to have bad priorities because they spend money on shoes and they stand in line for it so they want to judge i mean we've covered articles on here where someone not only did people get shot but there was one where a dude fought a gunman to keep his call of duty 
video game. Yeah. $60 video game. I did not see a bunch of sensationalized media coverage about people are waiting outside for no. Call of Duty and it's, it's getting violent. Because the thing about it, when it comes to video games, people want to separate it or they think you have to be a certain class, basically, to even purchase video games. They feel as though, you know, for you oh, you got an Xbox, you got a PlayStation, you must be somebody. I, I don't know what it is. And I think that people have Well, I t- think a lot of it is the demographic of who they think are buying those shoes. And That's true. It's just like, That's well, true now. black people are buying these shoes therefore you see a black a line of black folks they are immediately violent they are poor and they are horrible decision makers that's what that's what's happening but when you see but when you see someone standing in line for xbox it's not exclusively black people so when you see that line it's just hey we're out here for the release of the xbox 360 and you can see behind me several people are already in line and it's you know and it's going to be a mix of races and people and it's going to and the story tone is covered completely different meanwhile people have been shot and killed for a fucking xbox Yes, they have. But that is not going to be what leads the news that night. It will not be, don't get an Xbox because motherfuckers will come out here and rob you. You know, it's just, it's a certain look of black person that they feel should not be able to have anything. Anything that they consider luxury, you shouldn't be able to have. Not even getting into the politics of poverty. Not even getting into how yeah, people, uh, how people, subject. um, can sometimes address their needs uh for you know being mentally um anguished and experience like all this negativity and, and somehow sometimes you might do a little bit of um a little bit of financial or a little retail therapy there's some people that do that and and, and I understand that that is part of you know um what happens in in the you know in the plight of a certain type of person that's been told you're not worth shit and you go well I am worth something look at my jacket which yeah. is sad and it's misplaced, and yeah. you're right. That's unfortunate. But in general, that's not representing everybody in that fucking line. No, that's not. You know, I got a friend uh, that, that that he used to work for Foot Locker, but um, he t- he told me today, uh, Leon, I buy three pairs of the shoes when they come out. Shit, I sell two of them, and it pays for the third pair by itself. Hmm. You know, like just he, he just likes shoes. Now is Leon some fucking bad dad who didn't go to college and d- no? Leon is some fucking upstanding dude that could work in your office next to you, dog. Mm-hmm. You know, and guess what? When he goes out on the weekends, he might put on some J's, and he's not a piece of shit, and he's not. You're not better than him. Mm-hmm. You're not, and whatever you're spending money on, there's some of you guys that still owe money on your student loans. Say that again, right? There's some people that are gonna die with student loan debt. Yes, they are. No one's going around saying, you dumb motherfucker, going to college, can't even pay for it. You know, like, just get out, can't get a job. Like, what if, what is a college degree right now if not some Jordans for a lot of people that are going to die in debt? Several pairs of Jordans. Like, some people are going to die in debt (laughs) because of the pride of having a degree. Even though financially it yes, didn't make sense for them. Yes, they are. You know, like, oh, okay, so it cost me $200,000 to go to school. And I'll never have 200000 extra dollars to fucking make up for this with interest and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, at least I got my degree. You know, I really think that's one of the reasons that people uh, got so mad at um, Kanye West when he did the graduation album um, and, or uh, college dropout. Mm-hmm. You know, because he was taking he was taking on people's um, belief in the institution of college. Yes. And while I do feel it was heavy handed and a lot of it was not correct. He did have a point about some of the shit he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And people, have, to this day, there's still a lot of people that don't like him because of that. But 
yeah he he made some points that i was like valid and and there's just just idea of like these certain this like this is middle class backlash man i was i was pondering this on twitter i'm not really finished formulating this thought but i'll just throw it out there like i was wondering how much of this is the cultural influence of one of the greatest comedy bits of all time in my opinion chris rocks black people versus niggas yeah you know, because it really did give voice to a certain type of frustration in the black community with um, with with the people of the lower class in the black community. You know, and we're not this. You know, we're not a people that has distanced ourselves. Uh, you know, twelve, fifteen uh, generations. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, a couple hundred years from you know slavery and um, nope. oppression and segregation and nope. like well, you know we're a couple people. We're like you know we're still maybe two generations away from motherfuckers in the back of the bus. Yes, sir. So, um, you know, I feel, I feel like there's some type of, um, validation that a lot of black people are seeking, um, from society at whole saying, look, judge me as an individual. And what I felt was the true comedy of his bit, black people versus niggas. I thought the true comedy, and it might even been niggers. I'm not sure, but I, the, the true comedy of the bit is not, the racism of black people that are poor ain't shit. That's not mm-hmm. actually the comedy, or it's not the it's not the truth yes. of it because all yes. comedy comes from truth. You yes, know, it, does. it comes from pain. The pain that I felt that Chris Rock was expressing goes widely ignored by most people because you know it's like how people get caught up in the I'm Rick James bitch part of Chappelle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They get caught up on that surface level. This is what's funny. It's like no, it's actually deeper than that if you pay attention. Yep. Nope. He said Rick James bitch the end. You know. <laughs> And now you got throngs of frat boys saying I'm Rick James, bitch, right? So you see a lot of black people repeating this niggas versus black people, niggas versus black people all the time. Like it's revolutionary. At this point, the comedy is tired. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking tired. Like I don't even, like like a lot of times I'll be listening to somebody talk that shit and I'm just like, yeah, so let me guess. Niggas do this and black people do that, right? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, niggas, right, niggas don't pay their bills, right, that's some nigga shit. Oh, oh, what? Oh, you don't have to be black to be a nigga? Okay, alright, cool. Cause I've heard that a million times too. Like, it's just, it's just one of those things where like, I'm not mad at them, I'm not offended, it's just, to me, the, it's so predictable now that I'm not, like, I, it's almost like Chris Rock's imprint on that idea. Yes. Almost ruined the game. You know what I mean? Cause everyone's running with it, but they're not adding anything to it. It's just the nope. same repeating the same shit and they're repeating the surface level of it i think the deeper the deeper impact of that if you really pay attention is that he's telling white people i would like to be viewed as an individual even if that means i have to unveil this secret of black community which is we also don't like ain't shit black people I said that. And we can be racist against our own. I am willing to open up to you and be racist against my own if you will accept me as Chris Rock the individual, not just Chris Rock a nigga. That's right. And that's the that is the 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 tragedy and the comedy of that bit. That's what is make that's the social commentary that you don't see people talk about. They only talk about, yeah, black people do this, niggas do that. Like that's not the point. Mm -hmm. The point of that bit is in order to get white acceptance, he's willing to sell out his own people. Because fuck it, man, they holding me back. <laughs> I, ah, I would like to be I able to shake them. Yeah, I would like you, Bob, to, to represent to me. see. Yeah, yeah, I would like you, Bob, to see me as Chris and not Chris, also part of this collective, per, uh, collective negative stereotype that you see on TV. That's robbing people, doing drugs, being violent, and stuff like that. You know, like 
um i, I thought that was cool man yes. and and and, and, and uh, you know there there's other bits that were more about um uh classism and values in black society that and i'm not downing those those are good too like we talked about having a college degree and people get more props coming home from jail and i get that man i'm not yes sir not downing that not saying that's not true not saying that that's not you know something that needs to be dealt with in the community but i just always felt like that deeper level of that bit just never got digested because people just stopped at yeah i hate niggas too and I ain't no nigga. You a nigga, nigga. You know, like ah, it's just like this. Like it's just so fucking frustrating. And then yes, I, it is. And I watch this as it's you know become like part of our social construct, man. Like it's become part of how we communicate and how we talk. Just that bit is now everybody's like go to stick. You know, and it's kind of frustrating to deal with because instead of I, being creative on their own, which is that's very hard for a lot of people to do. Right. And also it, it just kind of lends itself to what we're seeing now when we see people like, well, if you're standing in line for shoes and you're black, you're not taking care of your child, your your own welfare. Yeah. You're not paying your bills. And you're just like, what? where did that come from? Oh, I know where it came from. We had this 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 mass like. I can't be a valid person unless I'm also downing these people. And then we have to extrapolate that anything I'm not into is now something that niggas do. You know? Yeah. yeah I choose like to that. have a video game and a flat screen that I'm still paying for for two years. That's different. You went and bought one pair of Jordans. You must be on welfare. Yes. And like I said, people judge and make rash decisions about other people based off of their personal experiences and based off of things that they would or would not buy. Because like I said, we go to the movies all the time. A lot of people will say, well, y'all wasting money on movies. Right. And my thing is that you can spend your money on whatever the fuck you want to spend your money yeah. on. Like, I'm not going to be on Twitter. Me if you either. go to the club, a shit. you know, you go into the club, you, you a nigga and I'm not like, but that's what it's ah. being used for now. Yes, it is. It's like and anything. I don't do that. Well, that's because niggas do it. It's just, I don't know. It's frustrating and it's just weird too. But, you know, but let me be honest to, to separate it the same way that I don't judge somebody for being in line to get some Jordans. I really withhold my judgment on people that just say, well, niggas do this, niggas do that. And, you know, this niggas ain't, ain't just black people. And it's, you know, it's always got to be some negativity, whatever. I actually don't judge them either because a lot of their responses are to the same pressures that they're feeling that they're placing on these other individuals. They can't see their hypocrisy. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? They can't see it for themselves, but I can see why like those same stimuli are, um, causing this response in them because it's like, you know, I'm tired of being looked down on at my nine to five because uh, white people look at the news and they see people licking Jordans and they think, huh, that's Eric. You know what I mean? I work with Eric. And it's like, well, no, that's not Eric. Well, he's black. You know what I mean? So I get it. I get it. And, you know, yeah, I, and, and you're like, you're like the same reason that you think a poor person wants to put on Jordans is the same reason that a lot of black people go out and try to their best to admonish other black people in public so that, so that they have a sense of badge of pride that they're wearing like i'm True. not one of them yeah, you know it's a different and, badge of pride but right. yes it's not represented by some shoes or a coat Mm-mm. but it's represented by just this whole like demeaning I, and demoralizing right, i'm demeaning these yes. people because i'm not one of these people yes you know and so and and to protect my own ego against the world where People don't give a fuck about that. They see me as one of these people no matter what. That's right. That's something that people have to accept. 
So I don't know, man. I, all I'm saying is y'all just got to produce some proof to me that these motherfuckers is on drugs, welfare and killing each other yeah, and not paying bills. I need you to, cousins. I need you to produce some more proof than just, I looked at a line because I if you saw, looked at I a heard. line and that's what you came away with, you are racist. Yeah. You, you are part of the fucking problem. You're just as bad to me. So, you know, like I said, I learned to live with it because I mean, everybody races. How else would I do a show with Karen? All right, guys, <laughs> we got to do some articles. Um, and speaking of you two, speaking of racism. Okay. Uh, you know, when we play the world famous guess the race, mm-hmm. we let people in the chat room guess uh, the race of some of the articles, uh, and the individuals who, had, you know, had things done to them or did things. And uh, we let them know if they're right or wrong. Okay. So well, let's uh, get, get into that. Yes, get ready, people. Now, the first article is not a guess the race article. Um, it's just uh, it's just something that that I saw a headline I saw and I was like, man, I need to hear this. Apparently, uh, the United States is looking to recoup billions of dollars in unemployment benefits paid out in error. Uh huh. Yeah, someone you- forgot to uh, hit uh, to double check the, the the zeros or something or. <gasps> Oh, so they paid him too much. Yeah. Uh, let's listen to the article. Or uh, let me turn the volume up because that would work way better um, to listen to an article because it's hard to listen to something when uh, the volume's off. So uh, let's just uh, restart this and hit it. A world news investigation into the waste of taxpayer dollars. How can it be that a prisoner serving a life sentence is collecting unemployment checks? Tonight, ABC's Mark Greenblatt on the trail of incompetence and fraud. Meet L.A. gang member Anthony the Chopper Garcia. Despite getting 65 okay, guess the race. murder, he continued to collect 1600 bucks a month in unemployment. The Chopper allegedly led his... Yeah, Anthony the Chopper Garcia. And he's... Do you know some people... When I was unemployment, I didn't collect no $1,600 a month in fucking unemployment, and I worked. <laughs> this nigga in jail? <laughs> they got that much? You serious? <laughs> Cronies cash the checks. The total haul, $20,000. Now awaiting trial. The state of Florida was no better, sending Robin Ballard Durkle unemployment checks last June while she sat behind bars. When she got out, she used the money for a freedom party. And in Missouri, <laughs> charges for fake. <laughs> She's like, fuck this. I'm cashing these bitches. <laughs> She's a oh, freedom party. I am out. Oh, man. Harry Tubman is like, why didn't I think of that? I know. His unemployment and using the money on hotels in Costa Rica and meals at Hooters. And it's not just fraud. The feds say much of the problem is due to lax oversight and simple error by state agencies, such as when they let people continue to collect after they find a job. How big is the problem? Wow. Well, it's a big it's a big cost. United States Secretary of Labor Hilda Solis sat down one on one with ABC News and says last year, American states doled out thirteen point seven billion dollars to people who had not properly qualified. States like Colorado, which the Department of Labor says improperly paid more than three hundred million dollars over three years. Louisiana, more than five hundred million. And Indiana, one point seven billion. Indiana, according to the U.S. Department of Labor, seems to have a real problem with doling out a lot of money in what they call improper payments. Well, it's just poppycock. Because he says (laughs) in Indiana, much of the problem is people failing to register with the state jobs board before getting money. So I don't think these can be characterized 
is improper payments. But the federal government stands pat. But I don't get how that works. He says they failed to register. So they don't give you unemployment without paperwork. Like you don't go over there. I want unemployment. They go here's a fucking check. It don't yeah, work like that. I don't get how it works because he is he saying that um, in his state you can get unemployment without registering, and that if the people would have registered, then the benefits wouldn't have seemed improper or what? Like, like I wish they would have explained that more because I, I now I'm at a loss because I'm like, well, I don't know if that means. Y- this is valid or it's not like you just you just said some shit but that don't really mean anything saying those safeguards prevent wrongful payments we're holding them accountable to that and we're saying that um you're not closing the gap when it comes to improper payments the idea making it that much harder for people like the chopper and others to take your money right to the bank so, Mark, what's the Labor Department going to do about it? Diane, one idea is to simply hand over the names of everybody who's actually received an improper payment to the IRS and let the IRS confiscate tax refunds. It's an idea that's gaining steam and already bullshit. working in several states. And as a result of this story, Diane, Secretary Solis telling me that she's going to make it a new top priority of hers to go out, to go out and have the rest of the states get on board. All right. Wait a minute. Wow. Thank you very much. The reason why I said this is some bullshit, because to me... When you have people in jail collecting money, everybody gets in the uproar and they get angry. Mm-hmm. But yet you're going to have people that really do qualify and really need it that they're not going to give this money to. And Why you say that? Because you're going to tighten the rules, tighten the regulations. You're going to, because uh, that's always happening when this shit comes out. Everybody get angry about, oh, my taxpayers' money being wasted. You know, I didn't overpay me shit. Uh-huh. You know, and they begin to get angry, and that that's, this is when they change. They, I've, it always happens to change the rules, regulations, and before you know it, you know they'll make a make rules where you have got to be out of work for a month, or mm-hmm. you know, like they'll come up with stupid, stupid ass rules. Talk directly to your mic. Uh oh, it's all right. Keep talking. Oh, can you hear, hear me now? Yeah, I hear you. Just, okay, just make sure you're talking directly. They make to your uh, mic. stupid rules and regulations to make it harder for the people that actually really need it. Um, and the IRS stuff is some bullshit. You need to go and get the people who were in jail and get that money back. I think they're going to end up going back and punishing people who may have, who may, they may have overpaid, but they wouldn't break in the rules or anything like that. They may have just made a mistake and overpaid them. And you're going to turn around and get this money back and well, ask if, for this money back. If you knew you were being overpaid, then you kind of, you did kind of break the rules. But so. that's if you knew, you know, because mm-hmm. when you go get unemployment, they go, this is how much you're supposed to make. You go, okay, and you just take whatever they give you. Well, it sounds like that's not what's happening. It sounds like people in prison were getting some money, and also some people got jobs and step, and kept collecting unemployment. Oh, oh It doesn't okay, sound like, like they gave, okay. like, oh, we okay. were supposed to get $300 and we gave you 400 It oh, sounds like, like some people started working and they still yeah. collect their and I, and I think they should go after these people. I don't think that's wrong at all. And, you know, I don't hear them talking about tightening, tightening up restrictions on people who are supposed to legitimately get it. So so I'm not going to jump to that conclusion that that's what's going to happen next. Um, but uh, and if it does, we'll cover it. But, you know, True. in general, I, I have no, there's nothing wrong with this. Go get that money. And, I, and, and take and, their tax and, returns. And if, and if that's fuck the, these people. And if that's the case, I understand that. Like, yes, if you are in jail or in prison, you shouldn't have got it anyway. And it. it I think the federal government needs to tighten up and put more regulations on the state and begin to punish the states for actually giving out all this extra money. I don't, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to go that far because I don't want it to be like, okay, well now we're going to turn it into like this manhunt for 
blah 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 i'm not saying that i'm just saying get this money back and if you did take this money and you knew you shouldn't have you don't get a tax return that's true you know what i mean i understand like that's all i'm saying i'm I'm not gonna go as far as and then the government needs to do more and they need to do that okay here's what you need to do tighten tighten up the way you're already working Mm -hmm. you already have laws on the books yes you do fucking let's get it let's enforce those that's right follow your own you know and then people will be like i don't want a bigger government well look dog not having enough people got you 11 billion dollars out of pocket i know it's so i'd rather have you know, I'd rather pay, let's say, one billion dollars of extra employees to check yes, the shit and keep yes, ten. Yes, like, that's one of my yes. problems with the um, whole some of the ideas of smaller government is that shit like this can slip through the cracks in a small government because people aren't able to uh, to do the work. Nope. You know, and that's one of the they that's one the of the resources. Right. They don't have the resource. You want to cut them out of everything. And then when you see people stealing left and right, you're like, oh, well, they need to do their job. Well, sometimes we strip them of the ability to do their job. Yes, you do. You know, I, I bet it's no coincidence that a lot of uh, states had to, you know, cut jobs. And it's over the government past. Jobs. That's over the past three years. Right. So I promise you, as uh, people began to lose their homes and that tax base began to leave and people started moving to different communities, people started going to cheaper states and moving out of state and out of the cities. They had to make costly decisions, and that means cutting billions of dollars out of their budget, which means in return, billions of dollars are going to get unaccounted for because there's nobody there that was keep this to keep it yeah, track. I just wonder. That's my guess. I don't know for sure. But we're I, just I, we're I, just kind of spitballing here. I, but I, that's I, what I, I would think. I, I, that's the reality of it. I think that they don't they didn't have enough people to enforce these rules. Yes, yeah, I mean I just wonder because people say smaller government all the time, but then it's like, yeah, you want a smaller government, but it's still the same amount of people using a service. There, there is a point where government can be too small to yes. even do what it's supposed to do. That's right. You know, and uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, somebody tried to this, this is not guess the race. We don't have a picture. But apparently a Lancaster County man had a short lived crime spree uh, when he it ended when he tried to pay for gas with a stolen debit card. And the clerk saw her mother's name on it. Wow. Yeah. Joshua Devon Shire. I guess she was paying attention. You know, sometimes they don't even pay attention to the names. Yeah, well, I mean, you would think if it was your mom's name, you would, you might. No, I mean, they don't look at the cards. They just swipe it and hand it back to you. Like, you might notice the coincidence. He didn't try to use the ATM? I mean, that's ATM. ATM. Lord have mercy. The, the pump, the gas, the pump. Uh, yeah. The credit thing at the pump? I don't know. I don't know what he tried to use. Uh, apparently, he had to come inside. Maybe he didn't know the code. Yeah, now a lot of them will require you to do your uh, area code. If you don't <clears> get it correct, it'll actually decline the sale. So he fled Turkey, the Turkey Hill store on Columbia Avenue as the clerk reported the crime. But police said she already knew his name because she went to school with him. Damn. The clerk also called her mother, who went to check on her car and saw Devonshire jump in another vehicle and flee the area. Several bank cards were missing from her car. The neighbor of the mother uh, later reported that someone had stolen a diamond ring and a professional haircutting instrument that valued over $2,000 from her car. Shit. According to police. Devonshire was found as he slept in a vehicle. He admitted to the crimes and was sent to Lancaster County Prison. Ah, Lancaster ah. County Prison for three thousand dollars. Oh, he's sleepy. He slept on the product. How are you gonna sleep? Like 
kind of fucking criminal is that? He didn't leave the city. This nigga's the worst criminal of all time. Ah. I didn't catch him, man. I was, I fell asleep. Yeah. Oh, man. First, I went and, you know, Becky that works at the general store. <laughs> she recognized Went to school together. And uh, I went in there with a mama's credit card and was like, yeah, um, I need to get, uh, let me get, fill her up on uh, uh, pump number two. And then they wonder why he got caught. And I then I decided to take a nap because, you know, stealing takes a lot out of a brother. Yes, it does. Um, and yes, I looked up his picture. He's a white dude. Um, so another guest the race. I'm paid 25,000 euros to test sex toys. Now, who doesn't want this job? X Factor job mm-hmm. to Lissa. Judge. Oh, judge. I'm sorry. X Factor judge to Lissa. Constavlos? Last name. Woo. Gotta be Greek. Gotta be Greek. Constavlos. Cringe with a, when a vibrator went off in her bag at an airport. Now she's been offered 200,000 euros by an online firm to create a range of sex toys. Here we meet a woman who knows what sells. Nat Garvey would not have batted an eyelid if a vibrator had gone off in her bag at the airport. She's a slut. Ha! <laughs> She knows what she likes. She's a whore. A dirty, dirty little whore. No, she ain't. She knows what her <laughs> vagina likes. No, that's how this article is written, though. She wouldn't have batted her eye. Like, she would have just pulled it out and started sucking on her like, Mmm, looks like another one of my vibrators went off. Mmm, <laughs> I got the balls to match. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> uh, looks like it's time. I can't help myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this, Samantha for Sex in the City? <laughs> she has put more than a thousand sex toys to the test. As well as PVC outlets and saucy undies, and her job trialing products for an internet firm. Single Nat helps judge what adult shop passion, uh, the, the name of the shop is Passion, mm-hmm. should stock after landing the perfect twenty-five k a year job, twenty-five thousand euros, for uh, more than two years ago. She says, rather than being surrounded by office supplies and computers all day, I have piles of kinky toys to play with. I'm not a sex addict. I'm representing normal girls who, like me, also need to buy these toys. I know it's so. Some four million of them are sold in the UK every year. More than half by Ann Summers, and numbers are rising. I bet they are rising. Mm-hmm. It's not the only thing rising. Am I right, fellas? Mm-hmm. You know. And the next, her morning vibrator goes off. Ooh, is that my vibrator? It is time for six a.m. It's time for for eggs and the blowjob. Time to go to work. Mm-hmm. She probably wakes up in the morning like she's the only person to wake up. Early to go to work. Like, mm, it's time for work. Ah! You let, can, let me test my vibrator and turn it off. Yeah. Like, like her alarm don't even ring. It's just a vibrator. Dun, dun. Yeah. Dun, oh, dun. okay. It's time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it must be time to get up. Ah! Yes, it is, girlfriend. In the next 10 years, global sales will increase more than sevenfold to 400 million. So, in the next, in the next seven, wait, next 10 years, Vibrators will increase sevenfold mm-hmm. what they're what they're selling now. I believe that. AdamandEve.com slash and uh the code is TBGWT. Yes it is. Nat, twenty four years old, says sex toys aren't taboo anymore. Single girls and couples should know how much toys can enrich their lives. It's my job to find ones that are good for single girls, couples, and usable for people of all ages. I rate the toys and file weekly reports. I saw the job ad online and initially applied for a laugh. I'm sure some people think it's smutty to test these toys for a living, but that's not the case. My family and friends all know what I do for a job. <laughs> that's got to be interesting at Thanksgiving. Yes. So how's work? <laughs> oh, it's buzzing. 
<laughs> things are uh, things are really yes. really shaking things oh, up at home. Or read the shit. Get the the secret cousin to just pass her a note. Go to what's what's the what's the best what's the yeah. hottest toy. Yeah, you know, oh man, you know her Facebook messages are off the chain. You know they are. Hey girl, um, I was thinking about going with the G Spot Pleasure vibe. Um, what's your rating on that? And yes. uh, what, if, if if it's not pleasurable, what uh, what alternatives do you have? I know so. Um, <laughs> hey, I was thinking about getting my wife something for Valentine's Day. Uh, what do you yes. suggest? You know she is lit up. Uh, my family and friends all know what I do, of course. Um, she says my friends think I have the best job in the world, and I think it's perfect. You, you think she's just rubbing in our face now? She's smiling and shit. Oh, I get perfect. to have sex all day and take naps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is a good job. I mean, why you stuck in the office. Right. What do you do for a living? Oh, that's nice, too. Well, I have to go. Time to work. Zzz. Oh, that's my vibrator phone going off. I, <laughs> I've got I've got to leave you. I got to go back to work. <laughs> Nat I just work- shut the bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> Nat works from home in Truro, Car- Cornwall, receiving a box of the latest products to test every week. She says, I have tried all different weird and wonderful toys, plus some pretty bad ones. I guess that, that is one negative part of the job is you got to try the sex toys that suck, too. Yes, and there are some that are garbage. Yeah. It's like, oh, the clit ravager. I don't know. I'll try that one last. No, no, thank you. Uh, I also try on PVC outfits and underwear. As I'm a normal girl with a normal body, I can judge what they really look like. My job is fun, different, and fulfills my needs. I couldn't ask for more. Somewhere her her mom's like, except for a husband. (laughs) A woman can never be happy unless she got a man. You can't have that like That vibrate doesn't spit out sperm. Yeah. And, of course, for those playing Guess the Race, she was a white lady. Yes, she was. White lady. Yes. Um, This next one. Apparently, oh. we all love Papa John's. I do. Lakeland, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. What is going on with you guys lately? I have no idea. It looks like them and Papa John's have some more issues. And uh, they just... You know, times like this, you just feel bad for Chill, you know? It's like, what did Chill do? What did she do to deserve to live in a state this ratchet? Nothing. Is it really her fault? It's not. I clear it's not. I mean, she contributed to the ratchetness? Nope. Maybe. Nope. Possibly. But, um. What a sound. Oh, no, no. This is, I think this is just surveillance video. Um, but. Polk County County deputies say a man walked into Papa John's Pizza Restaurant, put on a pizza costume, and walked out. He put on a pizza costume? What do you have? Papa John's uniform? Guess the race. Wow. Detectives say a white man. Ooh, correct. Oh, they put it there. They they told you. Well, pizza has what on it, Karen? Cheese. Thank you. Perhaps 18-year-old. Uh, that's they don't know his ID yet, so they're just speculating. <laughs> a white man, perhaps 18 years old, entered the restaurant with six others wearing a white button-up shirt, dark pants, and a dark tie. He put the costume that's, on. And I left, work for Papa John's. That's not a Papa John's uniform, sir. He put the costume on and left the co- left the store wearing it. I like how he wore a suit. Like, what are you going for an interview? Yep. Uh, the costume. They will never suspect me in the suit. The costume is designed as a approximately six feet tall and looks like a giant slice of pizza with pepperoni, mushrooms, green peppers, and black olives. That's what a suit looks like? Yeah, no ham. I know. I was wow. surprised, too. 
Video surveillance shows the images of the suspect and four persons of interest. They are described as three older white males with dark hair. I think she's talking about the Beastie Boys. Ah. One had a full beard. That's Mike D. Wow. The fourth person of interest is described as a white female with dark hair. Two other persons of interest were described as a white male with dark hair wearing a white t-shirt and dark pants and an Asian female wearing black leggings and light colored jacket. Mm. They mixed it up, didn't it? Yeah. Let's see what Rice was up to. Uh, <laughs> anyone anyone with information, call Crime Stoppers. Oh, or call 1-800-PAPA-JOHNS. Yep. Because <laughs> you know they want to know. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. Um, apparently, there was a drug bust in the town. Uh-oh. And uh, people seem to be pretty upset about it. Um. You know, which happens all the time. You know, a lot of times people get mad at, you know, these drug dealers in the neighborhood, you know, causing all types of violence and crime and stuff. And uh-huh. I think it's about time that people spoke up about it, you know. Okay. So I would like to hear these people. A major drug bust in Faraday has landed more than 30 people behind bars. The FBI says it comes after a year-long drug investigation. Now, many times when we hear these stories, we hear that neighbors are glad to see drugs off the streets. News Channel 5's Brooke Buford's at the live desk for us. Brooke, this time, the people you spoke with say police just took away part of their livelihood. That's right, Joy. When I went into the neighborhoods today to speak with people about the drug bust, they told me they're angry about it. Take a listen to what they're saying. The streets are quiet in Faraday now, but Friday was a different story. Man, there's a bunch of police everywhere, and they came and got a whole lot of people, a lot of snitches. According to the FBI, early Friday morning, <laughs> investigators... No. A lot of snitches. Uh, sad, because they're also standing in line for Jordans, man. That's just... Ah, just ah. sad to see. I think he had on some phone posits. With the support of the U.S. Marshals and Concordia Parish Sheriff's Office, busted more than 30 dealers in town. Oh, about 200. They had the whole hood blocked out and told you couldn't do nothing. The arrest came after a year-long federal and state investigation targeting drug dealers and members of the 6th Street Boys Gang, who agents say are located in Faraday. Uh, on every street, every street. Maryland, Carolina, Georgia, Al, Mickey, Guinea, they were everywhere. Across the train, they were everywhere. Federal agents say... All right, I take... Uh, I mean, what can I say? Past few years. They, they will. So it was time to put a stop to the alleged illegal actions. But Monday afternoon, residents told us, right or wrong, this is the way they make their money. You gotta realize we ain't got no jobs around here or nothing, you know? Okay, I'll take it back, Mr. Moody. You're right, Dad. Niggas are the worst. I'm sorry. Ah! So every time we try to make a little something to get on our feet to try to help our feet, our family, they come kicking the doors and knocking, knocking us back down again. Investigators say they confiscated more than eight ounces of crack, half a kilo of powder cocaine, marijuana, cash, cars, and guns. Agents say that's 30 fewer drug dealers off the streets for now, and more arrests could be coming. And Joy, the FBI tells us they're still keeping their eyes on the town. For now, most of the alleged dealers are in the Concordia Parish Jail. Bond hasn't been set for any of those federal cases yet. All right, Brooke Buford, thank you for that. Ooh-wee! Now that was a serious right there. About 200? They were everywhere, down North Carolina Street, South Carolina Street, down there in Timbuktu. They were everywhere. They came and got all the snitches. Man, that, I mean, do we even got to guess the race on this one? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm just saying. So I'm just saying. It was a lot of phone pods in that video is all I'm saying. Okay. Several people did not get their child 
uh, child uh, support paid. Okay. Oh no, no, this show did no, they did not. <clears throat> well, let's 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 look at the story of a hero, Karen. Okay. Because sometimes you know it's not all bad news. Sometimes good news happens, and we need to cover it on the show. I can't read all of this because it's a long ass article, but a Missouri mother is facing charges, but drawing sympathy for attacking with a baseball bat a man she believed was supplying her teenage son with heroin. Oh. Yeah, she hit him with that blind side. Yes, she did. She must be white. I don't see a picture, but she must be white. Gotta, gotta be, be that white love. What? Baseball. Only white love make you believe you can beat up a heroin dealer with a bat. Baseball. I know. Sherry Gavan of Imperial near St. Louis. Oh, no, she black. Near St. Louis, she black. Was, ah. arraigned, was arraigned Monday on charges of third-degree assault. The judge refused to dismiss the case. Gavine told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that she tried everything to protect her son, Clayton, uh, confiscating his cell phone, drug testing him frequently, even sending him to live with relatives and attending the different high, and to attend a different high school. When those efforts failed, she drove to the home of the 21-year-old Joshua Lloyd, whom she believes applied the drugs, and struck him with an aluminum bat. I don't know if I can say what I did was right, she said, but it was the only thing I could do in the moment. A Facebook support stage... A page stand with Sherry Gavan, G-A-V-A-N, sprang up anonymously and was generated nearly 350 likes. Several people held signs outside the Jefferson County courtroom on Monday in support of Gavan. I think it's ridiculous, Nicole Vaporian, 20 years old of House Springs. The police should have done more. To who? To her or to the? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't I, know how this is a police fail. Me either. Yes. I mean, that's the thing. Drugs. Drugs don't. Drugs don't kind of shit. They kind of sell themselves. Yes, they do. You know. So being another drug man ain't gonna stop it. To just find him another drug man. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he was like. It's not like those yeah. dare commercials where he was yes. sliding in the bathroom going, "You gonna do this heroin, boy?" No, my mama said I got to get clean. You better do it, uh, please. No, I'm pretty sure he was going to his house like, come on, dog, give me some more H. It's like, your mama said don't come down here no more. She, she getting crazy. She came down here with a bat last time. You think I give a shit about my mama? Come on, I suck your dick. I got these two cheeseburgers. Oh, um, you, do, you did say cheeseburgers. Yeah, well, you know, I have a weakness for McDonald's and it is snake, steak and blowjob day. <laughs> um, if, you, if you're a gay male relationship, how do you celebrate steak and blowjob day? I have no idea. Yeah. Doesn't that become like steak in 69 day? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, how can we, as a law enforcement, turn our backs on someone who has been assaulted, said uh, Sheriff Glenn Boyer. I understand her intentions, intentions, but we have laws. Gavan said she learned in September through text messages of, on her eight year old son's, 18-year-old son's phone that he was using heroin. She <laughs> Was he not using slang? Or he was just, hey, man, I would like to buy... Two bags of heroin. Ah, how generic. Yeah, I need some of that. Wink, wink, wink. wink. She must have watched The Wire. Oh, wait a minute. Hamster, damn. Mm -mm. The hell? Mm -mm. It's these red tops and blue tops. What do we got going on here? What are you doing? (laughs) Uh, She turned the message over to police but said none of the drug dealers have been charged. Oh, so that's what the person meant by they haven't done enough. So, oh, they so, was, she, so she turned into drug dealers. Mm, she watched The Wire. She thought that, well, y'all got a cell phone. You know what they burners are. You need yeah. to get up on them. Check, go check the towers. Take your pictures. And they was like, nigga, this is not Baltimore. <laughs> get your son off the heroin. I don't have time for this. Mm-hmm. Um, she sent Clayton to live with a relative to get him away from friends who were using, but he relapsed. Lloyd, one of his friends, called him four times within 21 minutes. 
that night Gavan said her husband uh and her uh her husband's name is Brian went to confront Lloyd but they turned they were turned away by Lloyd's father Steve the next day Sherry Gavan told Clayton with her uh took him with her to the restaurant she manages and saw Joshua Lloyd pull into the parking lot she said I felt like they were hurting my hurting my son down so like they was they was looking for him to do some drugs Wow. Meanwhile, I think Joshua was just like, I just wanted some pancakes. That's it. I didn't know you worked at IHOP. Mm-mm. I could have went to Waffle House if I knew he was going to be there. You had to ah. eat with a bat. Gavan told Lloyd, drive away, then left her son at the restaurant and drove to Lloyd's home. She pulled up at Joshua Lloyd uh, as he was getting out of the car. Uh, Gavan, four foot 11, 115 pounds, told him to leave oh, yeah, her son alone. That's love right there. Uh, Gavan said she reached for her bat. When she saw Lloyd reach inside his car, he had something in his hand. I didn't know what it was. Damn. He could have shot you. Well, they used to call her Crazy Joe. Ha <laughs> ha. She used the bat to strike Lloyd twice in the elbow. Steve Lloyd said his son gave him a different ver- version of events. He said Gavan uh, slammed on her brakes, jumped out the car, immediately started swinging a bat at his head. Joshua used his arms to block the blows. Joshua, that sound, that, I bet you that's probably more accurate story. He's like, well, my drug dealing son... I mean, that's probably more accurate. I just want to know: Does your son sell drugs? Let's start there. I don't know. But, Check his car. But, but her rolling up on him, hitting the brakes, and just trying to whoop sounds sounds like an angry parent. Yes. Yeah. Joshua Lloyd has since moved out of the home, and his father doesn't have contact information. So maybe he was selling drugs. Yeah, and they found out like, you gotta get the hell out of here because they're gonna come looking for you, and we ain't going to jail. He says, Steve Lloyd, the father, says he couldn't understand how Gavan could be so sure that it was his son providing the drug and not the other way around. Still, he couldn't help but offer grudging respect. She's a good parent. She's a very concerned parent. And no picture to guess the race, guys. Sorry. I'm assuming everybody in this situation is white. Uh, (laughs) I might be wrong. Uh, well, St. Louis is a very black city, Karen. Oh, my bad. Especially right outside St. Louis. It's extremely black, so... Um, I don't know, man. Well, either it's four, four, four foot eleven, a hundred and fifteen pounds. Either that's some white love or a crazy ass black woman. Yeah, uh, one of the two. Um, she watched enough Lean on Me or something. Ah, something happened. Showed up with that back. Yeah, honey, she was an angry parent. Either way it goes, you can tell she had love for her child. And I believe she came up behind him, squishing them wheels. I bet you that cause like. <laughs> And she hit them brakes and started going to town. Yeah, she must have gave him that speech from Taken at the <laughs> at the restaurant. Yes, I have a special set of skills. They can only be one <laughs> <laughs> skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Yes, this showed up at that nigga's house with that bat. <laughs> Remember me? No, get off me. <laughs> Get this crazy bitch off me. Yes, he probably didn't want to fight us, so. Is that a Louisville slugger? <laughs> yes. Okay, you can play Guess the Race with this one. Um, a cop pleads guilty for showing naked photos of himself. Uh-oh. A former Stamford, not Stanford, Stamford with an M, uh, police officer who, who police said made sexual comments and showed naked photos of himself to women he pulled over for the motor vehicle violations, oh, pleaded shit. no contest to criminal charges Friday. You know how fast you were going? You know how big my dick is? Well, you do now. No, you know how fast you was going? Not as fast as my dick rising over here, ma'am. <laughs> what, sir? Are you going to give me a ticket or what? <laughs> right, sir. I'll just I'll just pay the ticket, yes, please. Yes, here's the money right now. Please put your dick away. I'm trying to be a dick model. Can you take some... Uh, <laughs> 
Ah! I just need some advice. What do you think about this shot? Sir, are those Crocs? What are those? Are you, Brett Favre? Ah! Paul, maybe. Man, he wasn't taking maybe for an answer. Mm-mm. Paul, maybe. No. He's a Paul, yes, sir. He's 43 years old and Stanford's Officer of the Year in 2006. Damn. Well, he must have had a nice penis, Karen. You know, 2000, it was, you know, maybe he fell 2006 off. 2006 was a good year. Yeah, he fell off over the years. Now he's got gray pubic hair and, uh-huh. you know, ladies are starting that to complain. Man penis, no, thank you. He pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct and was sentenced by the Superior Court Judge Frank Iannotti uh, to, to a suspended 90-day term with two years of conditional discharge. Well, that's what he was trying to give these ladies, a conditional discharge, you know, on the mm-hmm. condition that you don't want this ticket. No. I would like to discharge all over you, girl. Yes, that's what I do best. Now, take a picture. Uh, take a look. Mm-hmm. Take a picture to last yes, longer. girl. You were speeding like a bullet, like my burn sperm does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, don't make me have to pull this thing out and shoot you. <laughs> ah! Standing beside his lawyer, Eugene Riccio. Maybe told the judge that he is no longer a police officer and he would like to get into security work, such as driving an armored car and would like to continue being able to carry a gun. Yeah, that's what we need. Wow, wow. so he can harass the money? Yeah, we need you with a gun and some dick pictures and, and holding the money. Wh- that's why, what we need. Why, so the, so the bag can explode? But like, is, is this sperm and this red dye? How the hell did this get a hill? <laughs> But the judge told maybe he cannot carry a gun until he passes a psychiatric evaluation. I don't blame him. My client did many positive things as a police officer in the city of Stanford, and it's unfortunate that his career ended as it did. Yeah, unfortunate. You, don't you know what? This shows y'all give a shit about women. Yeah. Well, no, getting shot by accident is unfortunate. Getting get into shot- a car wreck is unfortunate. No, getting shot by sperm purposely by a police officer. You did that on purpose. Yeah, it's not unfortunate. He ended his own career by acting Oops. like an ass. She made me pull my dick out. The plea came after a judge denied a notion by Riccio to give maybe a accelerated rehabilitation, a special form of probation that would leave him without a criminal record. According to police, on May 21st, 2010, maybe pulled a woman over on Summer Street for having tinted windows. However, police said maybe began making sexual remarks to the woman. He then flipped open his cell phone and began to show her naked photos of himself. He eventually allowed the woman to go on her way without giving her a ticket. Wow. He's like, look, you make it through these photos and you don't fuck me. I'll let you off with no ticket. And he probably did that because if he did that, then turn around and gave her a ticket, all his information would have been on there. On May 26th, police said maybe pulled over a woman on Summer Street for talking on a cell phone. The woman had her child in a car seat. <gasps> police said maybe told the well, to me, that's shame on both of them, actually. Because she on a cell phone illegally while her child's in a car seat. Like, she's just. That's true. Like, if you're not supposed to be on it, don't it's, be on it's it. It's like, well, since we both breaking the law, come on over I'm here. Like, I noticed you were tweeting, and uh, I got something for you to tweet. Mm-hmm. Let me get your DMs. Police said maybe told the woman that she needed someone to take care of her. And then flipped open his cell phone, showing her a naked photo of himself, adding, You want to see what 40 year old experience will do to you? The woman took his business card and was allowed to drive away. <laughs> Now, hey, I can't blame her. <laughs> I can't. 
<laughs> you know she was like i just don't want this ticket yes i will take your business card yeah just don't ask me to suck your dick i don't care she's like i'm never calling you but i will think about it as long as i get out of this ticket i know it's so the same day another woman man he was a damn player. he was on it another woman was stopped by maybe this time in front of columbus park the woman was searching for her insurance card when Mar- Mar- maybe remarked to her it looks like you're gonna have to pop out that pop out of that top Wow, Damn, she must have big titties. Like, it's like, uh, no, you don't got no insurance. I'm gonna have to see them tits, ma'am. That's why I never be a police officer. That's all I would do. Pull women over. I noticed that. Uh, do you know how big your titties are going? I mean, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm, <laughs> I, 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 uh, it's been you, a long day. You know, you know, you know how big those nipples are. No, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry, uh, ma'am. You know, sorry, you had your. I saw you, you, you definitely ran, uh, your nipple light. Ah, shit. Ah, ah. Oh, you know, you know, you know that fat ass tail light. I mean, oh man, yeah, your, that t- was a, your tail light is I out. I think that was an aerial, uh, an aerial. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. That was a stop sign. <laughs> yes. Oh, titties on the mind. They're like, how come you only pick, pull over women with big titties? I don't know. They keep driving fast. <laughs> on the phones all the time. Uh, police said maybe asked the woman about the type of underwear she was wearing. <gasps> And then flipped over his cell phone to show her a photo of his naked genitals. They said the woman drove off but later began receiving sexually suggestive text messages from someone who signed himself DJ Popo. (laughs) DJ Popo. (laughs) I bet that's what his business card said. DJ Popo. What the fuck? Oh man, it's the Popo DJ Popo DJ Popo in the house. Don't don't touch that down. down. It's got jam on it. Police said they traced the text uh, itself. Got sperm on it. Yeah, don't touch that <laughs> down. This got sperm on it. Obviously, right uh, back. Guess the race for those who've been playing a, a get on. Let's see, cheese lover, cheese wood, cheese fucker, black, and uh. The, for those who guessed that it was uh dj popo he got fired and he had to be black um <laughs> he was actually a white man yeah dj popo was DJ a white popo. man um dj popo in the house now i would be willing to bet there's no pictures but i bet the women he pulled over were black and this was his 40 year old white man's attempt to be cool I, you know what? Yeah, you know, and those are just the ones they found. I could imagine if if this sounded like something he commonly did. And the rest was like, "Look, you ain't give me a ticket. I'm out." And right. They worry about that shit no more. Another uh, guest to race candidate, Hudson, Florida. Oh, Florida. Florida, man. A woman needing help finding the bathroom is now facing numerous charges. Her first mistake, calling 911 for her restroom emergency. Oh. The Pasco Sheriff's Office uh, says 32 year old Marcia Usher. Uh, placed a 911 call Wednesday night saying she was lost in the woods and didn't know where she should urinate. Responding deputies found Usher not in the woods, but instead in front of her home, reportedly intoxicated and drinking a beer. Damn. A deputy noticed a nearby open beer cooler and asked uh, Usher if he could check inside for any weapons or drugs. According to the arrest report, Usher complied and told the deputies there was beer and a knife inside. Instead of a knife, they immediately saw a loaded handgun on top of the beer. Ooh. Deputies tried putting Usher in handcuffs. A brief struggle ensued. She was reportedly tackled to the ground, taken into custody without further incident. At jail, a vial of meth residue was allegedly discovered on Usher during a strip search. 
she now faces charges of carrying a concealed weapon without a permit, possession of methamphetamine, introduction, possession of contraband in a detention facility, and resisting arrest without violence. Wow. You know what? And they should also charge her for the time. I mean, because they out there fucking around with her, and it's real. You know, like, people are going through real stuff. Yeah, guess the race on this one. Crystal meth. Mm, Florida. I mean, it kind of kind of writes itself, right? Kinda. Uh, yeah, I, I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. I don't think anyone needs to yeah. guess. Black, black folks ain't blowing the kitchen Let's up. just say I'm sure her refrigerator was full of Gouda and Brie. Mm-hmm. I think we all speak that code. Mm-hmm. Um, Indiana man accused of having sex with a 12-year-old after a dare. <gasps> well, you know how it is. He's ped- I mean, it's not pedophilia if you're if it's a dare, Karen, you know? If it's a bet, then it's not pedophile. You're not being a pedophile. Word. A southern Indiana man is facing child molestation charges. 20-year-old Cody Blankenship of Ramsey, Indiana in Harrison County was accused of having sexual intercourse with a 12-year-old girl twice. Damn. Well, it must have been double dare. A report said Blankenship told New Albany police the first time he was playing truth or dare with his girlfriend. And the 12-year-old, when his girlfriend dared him to have sex with the girl. I don't believe that. Um, And that's the end of this entire story. <laughs> There's no more. Anyway, guess that's the race. A poorly written story. It's just like, that's all you need to know about this sick fuck. You know, <laughs> like, that was the end. That was, and the that's end. That's it. That's like, this prison for no this asshole. Bastard. Like, uh, guess the race. Somebody yeah, said, somebody said white. white. Uh, and you're right. He is a white man. Yes. Um, wow. That's absolutely sorry. Uh, terrible. Um, that that even happened. Yes, that is. <laughs> Truth or dare, I dare you to commit statutory rape. Well, you said she dare me. Ah! <laughs> I normally wouldn't do something like this, but, ah, oh, man. For you, baby. Yeah. I go ahead and have just someone to sex with this underage girl. Yeah, you got me in a bind here. I guess I had to do the 15 to 20 year prison sentence. I mean, I don't want to be no bitch, you know? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> in prison they don't like dudes that 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 bow out attacked him without any warning he attempted to kick out and was able to get a hold of him began strike oh well that um i guess that's not the actual news footage that's just the footage of the courtroom yeah. but apparently this man went crazy uh-oh Another disturbing story about out-of-control parents in youth sports. An angry dad allegedly attacked a sixth-grade basketball coach after his son's team lost a game, then bit off part of the coach's ear. Oh! Who is this, Mike Tyson? (laughs) The stricken coach was rushed to a local hospital where he underwent surgery to have the severed portion of his ear reattached. The attack, well, you know, Evander Holyfield coaches, uh... Use sports now, Ken. Oh, so he had to spit it out for them to reattach it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny because all his kids were the entire team. That's so us. Ah! Only that one person. Don't believe in birth control. Only that one comments. kid wasn't his. Mm-hmm. Um, the attack occurred Friday night at Holy Name School. It's pretty- Holy Name School? <laughs> that sounds like they didn't come up with. Like, that sounds like they didn't finish whatever they were going to do. They're like, no. when we get done, we'll come up with a holy name for it, okay? Just right now, just fill in holy name yeah. school. We'll come back and put And, and nobody ever in. came back. Yeah, they just unveiled the banner. They were like, oh, man, I thought we said we we're going to name it St. Michael's. Name. You forgot to send the paperwork in. Yeah. Damn, oh. too late now. After his son's team lost in the Catholic Youth Organization final, because, you know, people love church, Timothy Lee Ford punched the winning coach, then bit off part of his ear. 
said Hampton. Plus the winning coach. Yeah, said Hampton assistant district attorney Marie Angers. Uh, several of the 10 to 12 year olds who had gathered on the court to shake hands were knocked to the floor and left crying after the ah! incident. Oh, so he pushing the kid when, when, they, when they go through it, like slap each other's hands. I'm a good gang, good gang. He's like, ah, fuck that. I, the fuck that. I got, I got a mission. We it's lost. Like, it's like that scene with the kids and don't be a menace. So he just knocking ah. them out. People and the, and the sad part, I think he's more angry than the kids is. The yeah, the kids, kids are just like, shit. that was fun. Can we get ice Can cream? Can we do it again? We ready for the pizza party, coach? People at the game caught, pulled Forbes off the coach, but he fled the gym before cops arrived, according to Springfield Police Sergeant John Delaney. After undergoing surgery at Bay State Medical Center, the assaulted coach, who adi- whose identity cannot be released, returned home, according to NBCConnecticut.com. The victim knew Forbes, 34, as an assistant coach, but it's not clear if he was helping to coach that particular game. Uh, the Western Massachusetts CYO uh, basketball league said it was stunned by this act against one of our most dedicated coaches and that it was the first time anything like that had occurred in league history. Uh, Forrest turned himself into an, into authorities at Springfield courthouse on Monday, he pleaded not guilty to disorderly conduct, assault and battery, felony mayhem and other charges. He faced not guilty. I mean, what else is he going to do? You know, you don't want to plead guilty right away. Do you, he faces a hearing this week. You to the- off. Well, you know, maybe he went home and brushed his teeth. There's no DNA. He oh, my God. F- he faces a hearing this week. Ironically, uh, his victim cannot face any hearing. Nope. Um, Nor can he probably hear at that ear. <laughs> right. If he'll pose a public threat, uh, he'll, uh, if released on bail. So, the, oh, they're going to determine if he poses a public threat. Uh, his attorney, Philip Lauro, said the client has no prior record and strong ties to the community. However, Springfield TV stations... Uh, report that police say that Forrest has a criminal history. Uh-oh. That's right, Karen. Uh, Delaney confirmed Forrest had been arrested previously by Springfield Police Departments. Words were exchanged that ignited the horrific outburst, Laurel said. Neither of the youth teams involved were affiliated with Holy Name or the local Catholic diocese. Oh, so they, they I guess it was doing a tournament, and they came for the tournament. Yeah, I guess so, man. Wow. Yeah, he just wanted to lend him an ear, you know, after the after the no, he just, game. He just wanted to get a piece of the truth there, yeah. you know. Got let, the me, whole uh, thing. let me bend your ear for a second, man. Mm-hmm. No? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can't c- c- come inside and take a bite of that. Mm-hmm. No. Right. No. He's just delivering a little word of mouth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, words. Oh, yeah. It's a shame that this has to happen. But because because it's a terrible thing to teach the children, said George Vignaut, uh, who's a resident. And uh, for those playing Guess the Race, um, what race do we have? White, said, okay. Um, the correct race is, drum roll please, a black man, y'all. It was a brother. Boom. That's right. A brother was uh, doing that. Yes. Yes. Sad. It really was a brother. Yeah. Um, okay, we haven't talked about it, but we need to. Sore ratchetness. Yes, sir. Samurai Sore used to threaten girlfriend's ex. A Uh-oh. man threatened his girlfriend's ex-husband with a samurai sword after he visited after they visited a supermarket together. Oh, man, that's confusing. A man threatened his girlfriend's ex-husband with a samurai sword after they visited the supermarket together. Who is they? Her and him? I'm assuming. The I'm two ass- men? I'm, like- ass- I'm assuming it was her and him. And nobody at the grocery store noticed the samurai sword? 
so I'm okay. So wait, hold on. So did the did the girl and her ex husband go to a supermarket together, and then the her current boyfriend? Oh, showed up okay. with a samurai okay. sword. Or, or, or were they together? Yeah, and, okay. it's it, confusing. It's the terrible story. Yeah, Ashley Ellison of Priest Lane, Pershore, told uh, held the twelve inch sword at shoulder height and threatened the man outside the address when they returned from a trip to ASDA together. He also verbally threatened a neighbor when she saw what was going on. The twenty two year old admitted possessing a bladed article and using threatening words and behavior. When he appeared before Worcester uh, magistrates. Well, he was, I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut you too, bitch, for looking. Right. <laughs> Samantha Weebly, prosecuting, said the relationship between the victim and his ex-wife ended in December. And they shared custody of their daughter. So the, the victim was this ex-husband. Mrs. Weebly said, uh, you think she's related to the Harris Pot- Harry Potter um, Weebleys? It's a possibility. Mrs. Weebly said that uh, the man picks his daughter up from the address every Thursday and brings her back on Saturday, but never goes into the house to avoid arguments. On Saturday, the woman asked her ex-husband if he wanted to go to ASDA, which is the store. When they got back to their home, she asked if he would look around, look after the children while she took the shopping inside. Mrs. Weebly said she came out and said to him that he better go quickly because Ash isn't happy. The defendant then stormed out the front door holding a samurai sword and said, I knew something was up. Haven't I told you before? He was really angry and he was holding a sword at shoulder height. The victim tried to keep things calm, but the defendant kept making movements with the sword. He shouted at his partner to get in the house and she said that Ashley then chased him down the road. How did it run into? With a sword. No, run with, with sharp objects. Um, no, I know. I know. I was that man. I ain't gonna stand there. Oh, you got a yeah. sword at your shoulder. I'm going to let you stab me. No, nigga, I'm running. Yeah, that's... You're going to have to come and get me. That's insane, man. There's no picture here, but come on. Guess the race. Seriously. I'm, ass- I'm assuming white. Yeah, do we even need to? I'm not even dignifying that with a remark. Ha! <laughs> um, all right, let's see what other uh, articles are going to cover here. Um, Chandler woman accused of using sword to block boyfriend. Uh-oh. Chandler police arrested a 34-year-old woman on suspicion of using a large sword to prevent her boyfriend from leaving her apartment. This happened on, uh, this happened really close to steak and blowjob daycare. Yes, it did. So he must have been like, well, you won't give me steak and blowjobs. I will find a woman who will. Please put the sword down. Ah! Police said Helen You can overs- use this knife to cut your steak down. Yeah, I cut you I got something for I got something for your steak. Mm-hmm. Police said Helen Overson and her boyfriend got into a verbal argument Sunday at her apartment before he decided to leave. Overson refused to let her boyfriend uh leave and threatened him with a large sword, but he eventually forced his way out and called the police. Uh once police arrived, Overson claimed that no argument had taken place and her boyfriend hadn't been in her apartment. Uh, she also said she was sleeping at the time of the incident, according to the court documents. The court document says the two have been in a relationship for three years. Overton was booked on one charge of disorderly conduct because no one takes swords seriously. Mm-mm. Um, I thought this story was is, was interesting. So, um, apparently, a Christian ban mm-hmm. ignites controversy. Um, I'm not into Christian music in general, but especially not Christian rap. Like, I just don't get, like, it. I try, man, but it's like, you know, you need to be able to rap from more than one book to uh, really interest me. Ah! Uh, the Christian rap metal band from Minnesota has some shocking words last week. 
for Dunkerton, Iowa high school audience. Christian rap metal. Okay, this is the name of the group. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know, like, because rap metal seems like it would be some hardcore, like, shit, but then they can't curse or anything like that. You know what I mean? Don't make us have to pray you up. (laughs) 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 And when I hit you with my songs. (laughs) It's going to be too much. It's going to be too much. (laughs) 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 I will make a girl get down on the knees. And pray. And and pray. And pray. Yes. What did you think I was going to say, sir? We're praying here. That's that's all we're doing. Yeah. Uh, you gonna make me lay hands and touch and agree with you and right. touch and agree that's, 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 that's all we're doing that's all we're doing yeah, there's nothing more to this conversation <laughs> girl you're gonna come back with me tonight and go to bible study yeah that's all that's all we talk about uh school administrators told local media that the group was supposed to talk about bullying and making good choices okay that's kind of vague Instead, parents said the band told girls in the audience that they were going to have mud on their wedding dresses if they weren't virgins. Oh! In a breakout session for girls, the band told them to save themselves for their husbands and assume a submissive role in marriage. Then the girls were forced to chant a mantra about virginity. Wait a minute, how is this different from regular rap? Um, (laughs) this is is kind of regular rap. Yeah. Bitch, you a hoe and suck my dick. Unless you a good girl. Yeah. Um, then you're not sucking dick. Now, <laughs> now enter a little known band from Minnesota to preach to teenagers at Dunkerton High School where the band also targeted GLBT community, gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, showing pictures of Elton John and assailing his sexuality. They said, wow. <laughs> so that means they carry around a picture of Elton John. They said the average age of a gay man at death was 42 because his actions literally kill him. Oh, so they don't. So by by their prediction, they don't live long. Gay. Uh, this is another reason. This is another thing where you don't need facts, apparently. Mm-mm. So you just could throw anything. It's like the phone posit they shit. The age. They could have said 21. Right. It's like the phone posit shit where it's like everybody knows if you get jordans you own crack and you kill people for no yeah. reason everybody knows if you get jordans they blow up on your feet in 45 minutes yeah. everybody knows this it's like well do you have any stats i don't no. need stats you just Fuck know stats you this just, is what happens you look at a line full of black people and you just kind of know yes i heard that they was you know blowing up that's all i heard i ain't got no film no proof but that's what i heard yeah well i'm phone positive those people are racist um, they said that the average age of a gay man at death was 42 because his actions literally kill him. And to round out the pictures, the students saw photos of fetuses during the assembly's portion on abortion. Oh. Who vetted this band? Did y'all never see them before? And my or? thing is that what nobody monitored or said, let us see what you're going to do. Or anything, they just assumed because they were quote unquote Christian that they was gonna just come on there and just rap and go home. Yeah, man, this is they was. It's like they thought he was gonna get up there and do Mary had a little lamb or the yes or the whole world in his hands. They got up there. Mary it was like, had a little lamb, but you know what? She had Jesus. Right. What, what kind of what's your baby gonna be? She had a little lamb, but she also had a little vagina because she did not have sex. Like you whores. Yes, and we don't. We don't go. We're not. We don't have to sling a mud on her. Yeah. Are we gonna have to sling it on you? Right. 
You got the whole world in his hands. You got the whole wide world in, in his, his hands. Hands to hell! You are all gonna die! 666, Mark of the Beast! <laughs> Save it till marriage, you whores! Yes. Um, gaming, you're gonna die! Dumb, <laughs> Dominion! Dominion! Come get them all! Dominion! Uh, the Sons of Liberty. Uh, apparently, Junkyard Prophets Facebook page has two Christian songs: "The Sons of Liberty" and the nonprofit ministry. You can run, but you cannot hide. International. Uh, what? Okay, so Junkyard Prophets. Apparently, those are the two groups: Sons of Liberty. You can run, you cannot hide. International. Both connected to Bradley Dean, a minister who is also Junkyard Proph- Prophets drummer. The Dean host a radio show, The Junkyard Sons of Liberty. Prophets. Junkyard Prophets, yeah. That doesn't seem very, like, religious. No. Does it? It seems... Sounds sound like, sound like they be just trading tinkets and stuff. Come on <laughs> down here to Junkyard Prophets. Come on down here. I sell you a used car and give you the word. <laughs> what's, what's going on here? Um, looks like they do. I uh, want to hear some of their music. They got a they got a YouTube page. Oh, they do. Yeah, Sons of Liberty. Um, oh, it might be too much. Wait, what's this from? No, that's that's be from a movie. If I said that's the wrong Sons of Liberty, that can't sir. be. That can't be right. No, no, Let no. Me see that's this. the wrong Sons of Liberty. Yeah, I, I don't believe. I, this can't be right. Hold no, on. let me go back. Well, it said Junkyard Sons of Liberty. Uh, let me put, maybe I'll put Junkyard Prophets in here too. You might get it there, cause, yeah. uh, cause, cause they give you 1952 Sons of Liberty while they was marching to, you know, what Paul you, Reveal. What do you think all their, uh, uh, what do you think all their, all their songs are named? You think it's like, uh, <laughs> uh, you're all whores, Mm-mm. go directly to hell. You know. Oh, here we go. All right. All right. Got a video. Okay. Sons of Liberty with Bradley Dean, corrupt politicians. I apprehend no danger to our country from a foreign foe. Our destruction, should it come at all, will be from another quarter. From the inattention of the people to the concerns of their government. From their carelessness and negligence. Yeah. I must confess that I do apprehend some danger. Yeah, nigga. I fear that they may place too implicit confidence in their public servants and fail properly to scrutinize their conduct. That DJ in this Clue. way, they may be made the dupes of designing men Design, and nigga. instruments of their own undoing. Because we back them intelligent, pack, And they will be vigilant. Uh. Give them the means of detecting the wrong, and they will apply the remedy. Boss. Oh, shit. Here we go. What kind of message is it, America, to the young... When they Where's the music? To serve, I have be no trusted. idea. Only this giving a whole sermon. The American people say that they have confidence in Congress. No wonder why they had to talk about throwing mud on people. They was not singing. 111 members of the Congress have run at least two businesses. Well, that that that's a terrible song. No wonder they kicked you out. No, yeah. This is this is that is the worst song I've ever heard, Karen. That was terrible. Oh, jeez. Junkyard Prophet is is a horrible horrible group that does not do good music. Apparently, they they show up and they start singing about how terrible everybody is. Yeah. Okay. Junkyard Prophet enemies of state music. You think this is them? It might be. 
I don't know, man. At this point, I'm just really disappointed with everything going on, man. Okay, so this started with a quote. Jesus of Nazareth. Okay, got some music going. Enemies of the State music video. Okay. Junk Our Prophets. Yeah, I, I think this is real dear right From here. the album, The Price. Coming at you. Bad dog gonna smack you. Mexican. Oh, wow. That's, that's uh-huh. unfortunate that, um... flag going on in that video and everything yeah i don't know if it's just me but uh do you kind of hate gay people now because i do <laughs> I don't know. maybe it's just me man but um apparently all you ladies are whores uh that aren't married out there practicing premarital sex and um you put it to a beat and i believe it so yeah sorry anyway um so he hosts a show sons of liberty heard on, on a handful of stations in minnesota tennessee and arkansas Last year, he sued NBC, MSNBC, and Rachel Maddow for $50 million. He accused Maddow of defamation after she made what he called misleading statements on his views of gay rights and Sharia law. He has both supported and denounced Michelle Bachman. I can, I, that's a lot of people. I, I can't hold that against him. I mean, a lot of people had to denounce Michelle Bachman mm-hmm, for yes. being a little too froggy. You know, so, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, this is the thing. I, I don't know if if this is his normal routine and that's what they do they but maybe you don't hire the band for you know a a, a school function Mm-mm. when you you know they might be a little christian edgy you know maybe you do a little somebody, research that's the problem somebody did not do their research somebody just assumed certain things or somebody said yeah they're good not realizing this one coming in and be Christian, yeah. Christian ratchet. Like I don't know if a public school should be getting Christian uh, is it, acts is it a to do. School? Yeah, it's a public school. Oh no, I I thought that'd be against the law. I'm not trying. You know what I'm saying? Because you have people all types of faith and backgrounds and all that stuff uh, to bring them into a public school. They kind of promote one religion. Yeah. So I'm surprised that it was even allowed. Aside, and I, I'm joking aside, aside about the school board. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I'm, I mean, I think they were. I don't, I don't think the band was out of line. Like, I think if you invite somebody there to do their thing, and this is part of their thing. You need to know this. You should have known. That's right. And if it's uh, if it's anybody's mistake, it's your fault for booking that band. Yes, it is. You know, I can see if they did something out of character, but those are in line with a lot of Christian values. Yeah, to and, some people, I'm not saying everybody, yes, but there's and, a lot of Christians that do believe what they said. That you shouldn't, you need to save it till marriage and... Uh, you know, just, they might be saying it with a hardcore edge, but that's what they believe. 
So, like, why did you invite him if you were going to then yeah, turn around and be like... you didn't invite him to give a speech, you invited him to perform. Yeah, you should have never invited him if you're going to turn around and have a problem with the fact, oh, wait, you're, you're saying people shouldn't be fucking? We thought there was going to be plenty of fucking at this dance. Come on, you know that's your fault. Ah! Um, a man accused of throwing a Molotov cocktail at his mom. Who is this, Basketball Wives? Happy Mother's Day, ladies. A yes. 19-year-old man remained behind the bars Monday held in lieu of $1 million bond after throwing a Molotov cocktail at his mother. That was an expensive cocktail like them, the ones you could set on fire and blow up? Yeah, a million dollars, and threatening to light another. Police called around 7 p.m. Monday to quell a fight between Malcolm A. Varner and his brother during a fight at their home. Jail records said... um, Oh, yeah, during a fight at their homes, jail records said. they They live in a triplex that was occupied at the time. Canton police records say Varner had a knife when he threw a Molotov cocktail at his mother. He had a knife and that. But it did not explode. Then he threatened to light the house on fire with the device. Uh, Police described the Molotov cocktail as an incendiary device comprised of a bottle containing a flammable liquid. Jail records say Varner had to be wrestled to the ground to prevent the device from being lit. Varner was booked in the jail on charges of aggravated arson and illegal manufacture of processing uh, of explosives jail records did not disclose the nature of the family fight i'm so glad i don't have children oh yeah. my goodness uh in the last story for the day there was no picture to guess the race sorry guys no and there's no picture for this one either a man who went on a violent rampage in wallowville walla 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 ville yes where he threatened a police officer with a sword and tried to strangle his girlfriend has been sentenced to two years in jail. Damn. The 27-year-old man appeared yesterday in Bundaberg Magistrate's Court and pleaded guilty to eight charges, including assaulting police and two charges of assaulting call, assault causing bodily harm. Assault causing bodily harm. Police prosecutor Sergeant Barry Stevens said on November 24th last year, Happy Thanksgiving, the man's partner asked the woman to come to bed about 3 a.m., the man's partner asked the woman to, that that sentence and what doesn't make sense. Who asked the woman to come to bed? Uh, ah! asked, asked the woman. Oh, so well, no, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, so he asked the woman to come to bed about three a.m. and a short conversation about sex took place. Well, that's that means he didn't get any. Uh, yeah, just short conversation about sex. You want to fuck? Nope. All right. Yeah. You want to fuck? I have a headache, but it's Thanksgiving. No. Where's my sword? Ah! Where's my sword? Uh, the court was told the man became aggressive, wrapped his hands around his partner's throat, and began to strangle her before leaving to get some rope. And your turkey was nasty too, bitch. Wow. He's like, I, my hands are too weak and slippery with turkey grease. You don't make dressing like my mama. Let me go get my rope. My hanging rope. He placed the rope around the complainant's ankles. In doing so, he hit the <sighs> claimant's, uh, her head hit the floor. Damn. The man threatened he, to kill. He, he tied up like he like they hog tied the turkey. I mean, the hog they cooked for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. He placed the rope around her uh, ankles, right? All right. So then he threatened to kill the woman before again strangling her. She feigned a fit to escape. So she pretended to like have a spasm. The court heard the woman was able to get away and asked neighbors to call police before returning home. A short time later, police arrived after speaking to the man. Uh, Senior Constable Dan Lucan was allowed to enter, but the man ran out the back door. Sergeant Stevens and Constable ah! Lee Martin was in the bedroom. Uh, said Constable Lee Martin was in the bedroom with the victim. The court heard the man came into the bedroom with a sword. 
about 30 centimeters long, moved toward his partner and Constable Martin. The man swung down and moved the sword in a whip-like motion. Wow, crazy. The court heard Constable Martin had thrown her hands up to protect herself before backing out of the room slowly with the woman. Senior Constable Lucan and Constable Martin attempted to contain the man, but he ran out the door. The court heard Senior Constable Lucan gave chase until the man locked himself in a cabin of a tractor. Defense, this is some redneck shit. Ah! Defense, the tractor's like, now you come on out of there. This is the seventh time this week. The defense lawyer, Craig Ryan, said the man had been experiencing extreme heroin withdrawal symptoms at the time of the incident. Wow. He had discovered his partner was using again, and he became irate with her that that their style of life was going to continue. Magistrate Jennifer Batts uh, sentenced the man to, to a sentence of two years in jail for assaulting police. Well, you have plenty of time to get clean in jail. Yes, you do. All right, man. Well, it's been another episode of the Blackout Tips podcast. Um, thank you to all our guests that came through. Um, yes. and I know it's a you know it's a busy night with uh, March Madness, and uh, took a lot you know a lot of for you guys to come through, man. And uh, thank you, thank you very much, for letting us be your soundtrack to the games. Um, our, our, don't forget our sponsors with Shadow Doll Productions. You can go on iTunes, search Shadow Doll Productions, or you, if you know Karen and I's real names. Uh, Roderick or Karen Morrow, you can search for us on iTunes and uh, buy the Audio Play Fries. It's a good way to show support for the show, a good way to uh, show support for our sponsor, or go to shadowdollproductions.com slash TBGWT. Mm-hmm. The other thing you can do, go to adamandeve.com, get 50% off of one item, get three DVDs absolutely free. You get a free sensual item I can't even fucking tell you about. Mm-mm. And you get free shipping. Just put in the code TBGWT on your way checking out. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, until next time, uh, I guess that's about it. Um, oh, don't forget, follow us on Twitter at Rodimus Prime. I am say that again. That is in D-A-T. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Donate to the show. Subscribe to the blog. Go to our store. Take pictures of your stuff if you buy stuff from the store. All that great stuff that you guys are continuously doing. Uh, it's awesome having you guys as fans. Uh, this is just fucking sweet, man. It and is. You got, you know, you guys make it worthwhile, make it worth doing. And, uh, we really do appreciate y'all messing with people like us. Cause, uh, we're just some regular people, man. So, um, uh, until Sunday, uh, till Saturday, 10 a.m., we do our feedback show. I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Roses and guns. The totally badass mixtape that rocks. Nope. You asked me on a date.
wanted some affection Think cause you bought me Danny, you should get some sex in That's what you expected before I can digest it You can take my vomit and go feed it to the next chick There are girls, you can pay for twat And you don't gotta worry if they're like you or not And when you cash out, guarantee you sex The best thing can make you best in 20 minutes or less Go high that and tell me how your day goes I'm sorry daddy-o, but Lynette ain't no payroll I don't need no sugar daddy If you wasn't on that, then you could've had me I don't need a rich man, I ain't looking for a meal plan If I gotta choose, I'm a 